Sorry. Saw boy. 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 For some reason, I started saying the saw boy. Yeah? Yeah. This week or what? Mm, I think about a week and a half, maybe two. Okay. Not in front of you. Yeah, this is the first time I'm hearing about but it. But saw boy. So. But either or. Saw dude or saw boy. Saw dude. And Saboy. Saboy. Yeah. For saw sure it sounds like a minion. Ladies as well, but I mean. Sounds like a minion word when you say Saboy. <laughs> yeah, it does, dude. Saboy. <laughs> it's but, yeah. like, uh, what are they? Uh, how are they saying, like, Paboy? Yeah. For ah, the unicorn? Paboy. Paboy. Yeah. Yeah, that. Nice. Yeah. How's, but, uh, how's your week been? Um, It's been straight hot. Fire for sure. Hot fire. Hot fire. Garbage fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a normal week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Some uh, uh, some changes coming my way, and yeah. so it's kind of like the reality of it all is kind of hitting me all nice. at once right now. You still not at liberty to discuss the change that's coming. No, your I don't way? think I'm at liberty yet. <laughs> but you know, there's change coming. Um. So yeah. Nice. Well, me too, but I'm not going to talk about mine either. Hey, what a beast, bro. <laughs> what a beast. I'm just going to leave all of our None listeners None of you and people viewers. know what's going on, and None I hope that it stays that way. None of our viewers and listeners have any idea what's really happening in our lives. Look, if you're watching us right now, <laughs> from wherever you're at, just know <laughs> that you will know as soon as I know that it's okay to let you know about what I know that you don't know. Ditto. <laughs> Ditto. <laughs> Uh, but yeah For sure But yeah That's where we're at Butt hairs Butt hairs <laughs> but, butt hairs Anyways Dude I mean you got to hoop this weekend right? Oh yeah How was that? Antoine Jamal's in town so we got Dude, to hoop How long is he in town for? Uh, till Sunday gone? No Daddy, He's here till Sunday uh, We hoop Sunday night with him Saturday night he actually uh, sh- um, Shout out Miss Tracy Miss Tracy His mama um, got a job in, I don't know if it's Wichita, Kansas or Wichita Falls. I think it's Wichita Falls. Okay. Uh, Wichita Falls as a, as their new kids pastor. So, you know, shout out to her. Yeah. Uh, may God wrap his, his, uh, his arms around her and mm-hmm. embrace it and be with her, walk with her. Yeah. And guide her. Um, Amen. so technically he was supposed to be here Saturday to ball Saturday night. But the whole family was going up there because Sunday was her first service there. Oh, nice. So they decided to stay for her and her first service, which is great. Fine. Awesome. Cool. And then I had to call to schedule the gym for Sunday. Mm -hmm. So I ended up scheduling it for Sunday, too. Nice. And so we played Sunday. I don't know if we're going to play again but this week, but for sure we're playing. uh, We played Saturday and Sunday. Nice. Was it just y'all or what? Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was me, Daya, K. Or Saturday night it was me, Daya, Kagan, Gabriel, um, Marco, and uh, Daniel. Dude, Marco was there, bro. Yeah, dude, he was there with all his life. And Daniel too. And Daniel, dude, with all his little lives. Oh, oh. all nine of them, <laughs> all nine of his cat lives. Little those Daniel little, was there. Those little kitten, tiny cat lives. Yep, all his little tiny cat lives, bro. And then Sunday. Uh, after we all had died and couldn't move, um, bless his name, bless his name on high. Um, for sure it hurt to like take this 
two steps that our altar has, it hurt to take those two <laughs> steps to either go up or come down from Is the altar. Is that why you were mad, really, in that picture? <laughs> no, dude, I don't even know what happened. I don't even know what happened, why why they caught that, or why my mom caught that, really. You're just like... Out of all the pictures she could have caught, me one smiling or, you know, faking it till I make it, all that good junk, she decided to take the one where I was mad. And I really don't know, but since it's you, that's why... I approached you with the answer that I did. Yeah, for sure. I was like, just then the spirit of God, <laughs> at that exact moment, the spirit of God showed me a picture of your face and I immediately got so angry. Instead of praying, instead I got of, mad at you. Instead of praying for you, because usually the thing is, you know, when uh, uh, pastors and and ministers or, or people in leadership in the church always say, if God brings someone to your attention, whether it's a name or whether yeah. it's a face or something, pray, pray for, for them. that person. Yeah. Pray for them. Cause they're probably going through something. So that's why I said what I said. I was like, instead of praying for you, I just got real mad. <laughs> that's why I came back with my response. <laughs> Three laughing emojis. Well, and then I was like, uh, I understand. You know my my morning breakfast, <laughs> my morning breakfast routine. I was hoping that you would time it out, but for those of you who don't know, Jeff, explain your morning routine. My morning routine. I get up. I have my quiet time with the Lord. Amen. I spend time in the presence of Jesus Christ hey, in all His magistrates. In all ninety-seven of His magistrates. All ninety-seven of them. And uh, and then I go to the table. Uh huh. I've got a picture of Israel. Okay. <laughs> Framed up real nice, <laughs> and I stare at his picture <laughs> while I drink a whole gallon of haterade. <laughs> Every day, that's oh what I do. God. I start my morning off in the uh, Lord's presence and with hatred for Israel in my heart. I mean, that sounds like a good morning to me. <laughs> it's great. It was great. I've been doing it for six years now. I don't know what song it actually was, but but if it was when she caught that picture, when she took it, if it was on, uh, oh, what's that song? What was my list Sunday? It was... Uh, Holy Water. Is that what that song's called? Yeah, Holy Water. Uh, um, I forgot my list, you dude. You don't even know what you led on Sunday, bro. I know for sure we ended with uh, Prepare the Way. Oh, Egypt. There you go. Oh. Egypt was the second one. Nice. If it was on Egypt, then I for sure was being, you know, I for sure was in his presence. Okay. That song, yeah. <laughs> So he for, he for sure showed me a picture of your face, and I was like, gosh dang it, man. Come closer. I'm, not Come trying, to, I'm trying to seek your face, Jesus. I'm not trying to see that idiot. But it was one of those things where, like, Jesus held it far away so I couldn't swing. Oh, okay. It was just one of those, God dang, get closer and it's over. You hear me? <laughs> I'm going to tear that picture up, I swear. <laughs> if he's I have never, to see never, that guy one more time, God dang it. There, he's like, oh, you got to be quicker than that. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me what to do, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, okay. So Sunday. <laughs> back to basketball. Okay. Uh um, so after we uh did not find healing for our mortal bodies. <laughs> <laughs> you know that phrase that people use when they pray. Yeah. yeah, that's why yeah, I say yeah. it. Heck yeah. After we did not find healing for our mortal bodies and we were laid to uh to just pure waste. Um since I had already told AJ that I would schedule the NAS for him, mm-hmm. I still had to go and play and make a commitment. My sure, knee dude. was like, I had a strong feeling that I was going to tear my ACL Sunday night. That's how bad my knee hurt. 
No, dude. And then um, the Lord's never gonna let you do that. <laughs> please, please don't. But I felt that it was coming. Um, but Sunday night it was me, uh, Daya, AJ, uh, Daniel. Um, shout out Kid and uh, Kid was there. Yeah, and shout out my cousin Misa. He showed up in Baltimore. Misa too. was there. Yeah, dude, Misa was dude, there. I haven't seen Misa in like six hundred years, bro. I mean, for sure. Like y'all were for sure there. Six hundred years ago. Last time I saw him, dude. No, well, you just said it though. Six hundred years. Pizza Hut one time. Did he come with us um, last I think, year? Um, uh, I think it was that one time after that one place. Before the Rona hit? Before the Rona hit, yeah. Probably. I don't know, dude. Like, usually when I invite you to places, it's before the Rona. It's <laughs> <laughs> not true. <laughs> so, <laughs> You've invited me to tons of places after the Rona, yeah, dude. Yeah, that's true. That is true. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the last time we balled. Nice. Sunday. I, uh... I went to Dalhart on Sunday. How'd that go? It was good. It was hot. What'd you end up doing over there again? Uh, we played disc golf. Oh, nice. Yeah. Do they have a nice thing for yeah, sure? They got a really nice course. Um, anyway, I won't bore our listeners because most of them have no idea what I'm talking about right now. But but the Lord does. The Lord does. So, Jesus, uh, I'm going to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> Hole number one. <laughs> no, it was fun. Uh, Marshall Hendershot and I went up there and then, dude, it took us... <laughs> It took us like 45 minutes to find a place to eat in Dalhart. Really? <laughs> yeah. Because he Googled places uh, to, to eat in yeah. Dalhart. And one of them is called the Red Baron. Okay. We were like, that sounds cool. Yeah. But it was at the Dalhart airport. Oh, okay. I was like, all right. So we had to drive out to the Dalhart airport. It's like 10 <laughs> miles outside of town. Oh, nice. I was like, okay, cool. We got up there. I got almost to the door and it said that the hours of operation for Sunday for uh for Sunday was was eleven to two. Oh, nice! <laughs> it's Great. Five o'clock. <laughs> I was like, oh, they're closed for sure. He's like, oh, well, Google said they were open till ten, so I don't know. Maybe these are Rona hours or something. Maybe the Rona. Then hours. we were like, all right, well, let's just go to Pizza Hut, and I was like, bet, bet right now. So we drive in. Did they let you sit in there? Hang on. Okay. Let me finish my story. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> I didn't mean to put the cart before the horse. <laughs> Forgive me. So we, we go up there, and it's it's a combined restaurant. There's a Taco Bell on one half of the building, hey, and then a Pizza Hut on the other half. Let's go. But there's like a wall dividing them. So they're not in the same place, but they're in the same, but they're building. In the same building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can know, yeah. Taco Bell's letting you go inside and sit down. Okay. Pizza Hut is not. Oh, okay. So we were like, well, there's a witch witch back yonder Okay. at the, uh, at the Tootin' Totem. Yeah. And I was like... All right, well, whatever. And then I look, I look off to the south, brother, oh, and the distant, and I see with my eyeballs. Oh God! Please, please, God! The shimmering, shining light. Oh God! The sun shining behind. Yes, Lord. The golden chick. <laughs> so we went to uh, we went to Golden Chick. I'm surprised you didn't go there first. I didn't know that it was there. Oh, I didn't good job, see Marshall. It. I didn't see it until we were in the par- the Pizza Hut parking lot. Good like, job, Marshall. Yeah, thanks, Marshall, for not telling me that Golden that Chick existed. Because you could have been eating Golden Chick at 5. We could have been. Instead of, what, 5.30? Something like that, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Later than 5, for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so we, uh, we had our chicken tenders and our french fries. Yeah. And our our rolls. 
Hey, hey, bro! I go ham on those rolls, dude. dude. I could order a whole thing of rolls for you. I got six. I got half a dozen extra rolls, dude. We just went to town on them, dude. <laughs> As you were disc golfing, just one no, roll. Well, this and... was after disc golf. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, we we had played a full day of disc golf. Okay. And had uh, developed a hunger, something fierce. Oh, yeah. As they well, say. Well, I mean, as grown men do. As grown <laughs> Playing disc golf. As athletes as you guys are. We are athletic. As very athletic as you boys are, yeah, clearly. If you haven't seen me lately. Hey, hey. Don't. He looks hot. Uh, he I'm, looks like a I'm fine piece of ace. <laughs> I would know that from experience, <laughs> no. dude. No, you wouldn't. No, no, you're right. I wouldn't. <laughs> oh, Billy Madison. Good movie. It is a good movie. But it's funny. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you just didn't go to Golden Chick. The first time me ever well, Golden Golden Chick was yeah. with you in Lubbock. Yeah, that's dude. the first time I ever going to Golden Chick. No, like if I would have seen it and wanted to know it was there. Yeah, it would have been my first number one call. Good job, Marshall. However, mm-hmm. I didn't know it was there. Mm. Dalhart has more stuff than I expected it to have. Really? I've I mean, they've been got there. the Golden Chick. They've got the Pizza Hut. Well, everybody I guess has a Pizza Hut now. Yeah. It seems like. But they've they've got the golden chick, the witch witch. They've got a pretty nice Sonic. They've the only got, people I know that go that make not frequent trips, but well, I guess frequent from time to time trips to Delhard, Artesia, and Kylie, and neither of them invite me. So, well, if you ever want to play good disc golf, you can go to Delhard play it. Okay, it's got. A nice I mean, course. I don't play that, but I know. Let this be a sign to Kylie and Tasha to invite me to <laughs> Delhard if they get this far. Hey. Take Israel to Delhart already. Take me already to Delhart, bro. What are, you, what are you waiting on? Stop slacking, all right? What are you freaking waiting on right now? I mean, come on. I'll sit quietly you've in the back. All, you've had your whole entire lives to... Wait, did you say so quietly? <laughs> I'll sit quietly in the back. Never mind. He's a liar. Don't take him with you. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, I'll swear. <laughs> no, I swear. Don't ever I'll take him anywhere. He's a liar. Um, I'll put headphones in and... And listen to music the entire time. I swear I won't say. You might word. do that. He's done that before on trips with us, and we get all mad at him. I, I'll say a word. <laughs> I won't say one word. I promise. I'll sit quietly in the back. Mm-mm. Yeah, that is where God has called me <laughs> to be. <laughs> That's impossible, bro. <laughs> no, it's possible. Have you been around yourself lately? <laughs> <laughs> I hate every minute of it. <laughs> Good, I just myself. so we're on the same page, brother. <laughs> I exhaust myself. <laughs> That's why nowadays, instead of being a, in bed at one or two, like I, you know, like I used to be able to, yeah. I'm in bed at like ten or eleven. Mm. But since we're on the subject of food, <laughs> we always get here, brother. We always get here. Uh, Megan Harris, shout out Megan Harris, shout out Megan, a friend of mine in high school, uh, and just found out we both found out this week that she listens to the pod. Yeah, so. Shout out to you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know if you shared or not, but if you did, thank you. Well, if you, you didn't... commented on the <laughs> with the Goldberg. Yeah, for sure. The Goldberg, Goldberg. Gosh, dang it, dude. I knew I shouldn't have shared that story. <laughs> if Bro, you've listened to the podcast of last most, week. It's our most uh, popular story If you've forever. listened to the podcast last week, erase that from your memory. If you haven't listened to the podcast last week, please go back and listen to no, it. No, 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 no. Don't do that to Angel yourself. tells one of his most embarrassing stories of all oh, time. Oh, my gosh. Most... I didn't. Anyways. So, first of all. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was going to embarrass you so hard. Dude, it's otherwise, like, gosh dang, dude. Like, otherwise, yeah. I would have had you tell it way earlier than that. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> Why did I expect you to be an awesome friend? Pull. That's you. That's you for sure. Nope. Okay. But since we were on the subject of Taco Bell and them taking everything away, I said that I was going to go back and check it out. Oh, yeah. You did say that. Okay. Did you? 
she made a request. Hold on, let me go. Okay. She, uh, um, she made a request for me to try a shredded chicken burrito. Okay. Right. So I went to go see if I if they could do those things. But yeah. Yeah, the potatoes. Well, they completely took They're the potatoes gone. off. So they won't give me nothing. Did you try and order them? Yeah. Like I'm sorry, we don't do anything with potato anymore. I was like, stupid liberals. <laughs> Taking away my potatoes, bro. <laughs> Is it the liberals that did it? Do? I don't know, dude. That's just a con- that's just a Texan thing to say for sure. <clears throat> um, well, you're not wrong. A- you're not wrong about that being the Texas thing to say. Technically, this would be a time to blame uh, uh, Michelle Obama, but she's not in the White House anymore. That's true. She's and not. she doesn't affect uh, food like she used to back no. in the day. No, she doesn't. So, uh, Michelle, you escaped. <laughs> You got lucky this time. You escaped his wrath, Michelle. You got lucky this time, so it has to be liberals. Okay. Um, Because that's the Texas conservative thing to say. (laughs) Okay. Even though I don't believe that, I just think Taco (laughs) Bell is ran by stupid idiots that like to take good things off the menu. We can agree upon that, sir. For sure. So, um, Megan, the shredded chicken burrito, it's, it's okay, could use some cheese and some salt, and I think we're... Cooking with peanut oil there. So Would in other words, it? in other words, he hates that burrito. No, 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 because because uh, it's like a dollar twenty nine, so it's actually pretty cheap. He's angry that you suggested it to him, and and with some hot sauce on it, it's actually pretty decent. Okay. Um, they have that uh, chipotle uh, um, chipotle sauce. Yeah. In it, oh, so okay. it kind of helps it out, but it just needs some cheese. Mm. Some needs some cheese, and I think it'd really be smacking. Nice. But I'd get it again if I if if I. Go again. Okay. But yeah, no, they're done with potatoes for sure. After so, the outcry. After and the, the outrage. Outcry, yeah, yeah. Dude, a lot of restaurants are failing us for sure. Boycott, like, can we just like in a national boycott of Taco Bell for one day, just ruin their, their economics for w- just one day? I mean, I'd be down. Just take all of their money away from them. I mean, I'm not doing anything and, tomorrow. Uh, me neither. I'm not going to Taco Bell. I didn't even thought of going to Taco Bell. <laughs> Listen here, Taco this, Bell, uh, this will show you. Just everybody in America just be like, Taco Bell, we are not coming back until the next day. (laughs) (laughs) This will show you. (laughs) To show show you how mad we are. But I mean, that would cost them millions of dollars if nobody went for one one full day. But I don't think our thing is going all the way across America. We can use use our broad audience of 50 people. The people that watch (laughs) us and listen to us. And the Hereford Taco Bell will lose like $37 tomorrow. Hey, John Teeters better not get mad at us, bro. <laughs> no, but the other, okay, because I had gone one day and then I was like, oh, I think it was Monday. I had uh, gone again, right? Okay. And I pulled up and literally like instead of like blocking the drive through they wait to put a sign right at the deal that says, sorry, but our drive through is, tempor- uh, is temporarily uh, out of service. And I was like, you couldn't have put a cone to block me from going in there before I no, made the drive? Bro. So the drive-thru was broken? I think so. Did they let you go inside? No. So then the store I haven't was tried, closed. I haven't tried going inside. No, no, no. There was, there was actually somebody that answered me. It was like, hey, sorry, man. We're not doing the drive-thru right now. I was like, oh, okay. And I walked off. You walked off or drove off? Drove off. And then Sunday night, this, this really got me. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sunday night, uh, after we were done balling, I had brought Alex with me because my mom invited us over for dinner. Nice. But I had... Shout out Alex. He's over there. Yeah, he's over there in his room. But this was for sure late. (laughs) 
And usually Sundays I eat like about two maybe. Okay. Like one thirty or two just yeah. because of what time we get out of church. For sure. Yeah. And then by the time everybody decides where they're actually going. Um, and then my parents don't decide where we're going until Alex is ready, which is another hour and a half. <laughs> so by the time we actually eat, it's like two thirty or three o'clock. Yeah. So I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so we go and and mom calls us. She's like, "Hey, what are y'all doing?" And then um, Alex was like, "Hey, mom wants to know if you're going." No, no, no. This was Saturday. My bad. Uh, uh mom wants to know. Hey, um, are you going to uh? Did you want to come over to eat mole? She made mole Saturday night. Oh, and bro. I was all like, I kind of ate um, at like two or three because I kind of had a late uh, lunch. Right. And so, because this was Saturday. Saturday, people. Remember this, Saturday. This is Saturday. Not Sunday, Saturday. Not Sunday. He started the story on Sunday, but he backtracked to Saturday. Saturday, even though Sunday is that routine because of my brother Alex. For sure. And so, um, and so uh, they go and, uh, and, like it was like ten o'clock when we finally finished. Ball- Dude, like we balled for three hours. We went and like we got there like at six six thirty ish. Didn't finish till like nine thirty, almost ten o'clock. God dang! Like we balled for sh- three hours straight, bro. And um, wish I would have been there. Yeah, me too. And so we go. Thanks and, for the invite. I mean, I did technically invite you. You said you had something. <laughs> I know. To do. I was kidding, dude. No, no, calm no, down, bro. Golly. No. Look, I'm it's not even fine. It's at fine. You, you don't. You don't hurts. answer my text messages, so I can even, tell you. I that did. You, no, you didn't. I did. Mm-mm. Oh my gosh. Okay. No, no. You know I what? I sent you We're one the other night. It. I was like, "This is what Andrew sent me on my birthday," and you never said anything to it. I. I didn't say anything. You did to not it. reply to I read it. it. But it was hilarious. We're working through our marriage problems <laughs> on this freaking podcast again this week because you don't text me back. Anyways, okay, hold on. Okay, before we get into our marriage issues, let me <laughs> let me backtrack into my story. Okay, so we go and uh, and I was like, Alex, you know what? I really want a frat piece. All right, and so I pull in, and it was like nine. No, um, like it was like ten thirty, right? Yeah. So I pull in, and then I'm all like, Yeah, can I get a medium mocha frappe? We're cleaning our machine right now, and I was like. All right, well, I'm out of here. Sorry. And then, like, as soon as she said sorry about that, I drove off. I book it. And then yeah. I was just like, you don't want to get a McFlurry? Like, he was wanting one. And I was like, no, I'm not going to sit here and wait for a McFlurry. So I drove off. How are they going to get a McFlurry? They weren't going to have their ice cream machine. Wasn't gonna be yeah, no, 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 no. There's no way. And that's the same thing I told them. I was all like, no, dude, if their, if their Frappe machine was down, so was their... Yeah, there's no way. Their McFlurry machine, there's their ice no cream way, machine, man. whatever you want to call it. Because that's how McDonald's works. That so ice you know, cream machine's broken... All the Literally time. Literally always. All the time. Every single day. It's uh, temporarily out of service. <laughs> so, yeah, they're stupid for sure. <laughs> but, I mean, that's that's usually how it goes for them. Uh, that make Dom Hailers. Yep. I don't, I don't even know why I said it like that. I don't either. Okay, so, yes, I did read your message, but I didn't respond. I'm sorry. You're right, you didn't. And I was like, this guy, after I already yelled at him this week on the podcast, he does it again. I have an issue. Yeah. Hi, it's my name is reading Israel. stuff and then not replying to it because I'm not a girl. Hey, my name is Israel and... <laughs> <laughs> and you know that's true. And I have a problem reading things and not texting <laughs> Jeff back because he's not a girl. A very, very girl girl. Yep. So Saturday, uh, I played drums at Prey Amarillo. Uh-huh. And... Uh, Did how that go? It was good. Yeah. The... Uh, I have to. I mean, I have to play really soft because. Oh yeah, because y'all are just in a room. Yeah, there's no cage or anything around Nothing, those drums yeah. either. So oh, I was yeah. playing with hot rods, but I, I had like eight, eight moon gels on the snare. <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous, dude. 
but <laughs> oh, this is great. Yeah, but anyway, after that, <clears throat> um, Drew Wilburn uh, invited all of us over to the Wilburn house, and by all of us, I mean me and Marshall. Okay. Um, and so we were sitting on the porch, just hanging out. Yeah. But I was like starving, yeah. and so I went to Arby's because you were fasting. No. Oh. Just hadn't eaten in a while. I tried to make you sound Christian, that's whatever. No, I wasn't fasting, dude. Okay. You know me. Because you like the fleshly things a Basically, lot. Basically, for sure, <laughs> yep. <laughs> so I uh, I go to Arby's, and I'm like in the drive-thru and whatnot, and uh, I see this this girl, like I guess she's on her smoke break or something like that. I'm hey, like, right, let's whatever. go. Do whatever you want. Put Eat. some cigarette ashes that's in That's your burger. life. You do what you want. That is true. And so I was like... Well, that loaded Italian sandwich sounds fantastic. So I was like going to number one, and then she's like, okay, what else? Blah, blah, blah. She like takes my order. And then like, as I'm finishing up, the girl at the door, like that's behind the store stands up. Yeah. And I realize that she's the one that's taking my order. (laughs) (laughs) And so she's like, can I get you anything else? And I'm like, looking her in the eye and I'm like, no, I'm good. (laughs) No. (laughs) Like, no, I'm good. She's like, okay, I'll have your total at the second window. I was like. All right. Well, anyway, it was kind of funny because to be like you're going to beat me to the second window. Yeah, well, no, she didn't. I didn't even see her again the whole time. I was just, just like, you're the, you're sitting out here and you're taking my order. I don't understand how this is working. Like, do you do you memorize the I prices? Don't get how? <laughs> do you memorize the total real quick, or, or is that a thing, bro? So the donut shop here. Yeah. Uh, they have hey. great donuts. I love oh, that yeah. place. And kolache is um, pretty good. Yeah, dude, for sure. So I'll normally get the same thing when I go in there. Yeah. I get uh, a bacon, egg, and cheese croissant. A. A cinnamon roll. A. And a monster. A. It's an expensive breakfast. Dude, that breakfast sounds like it'd tear my stomach up. It probably would. Yeah. Especially the monster. It doesn't do wonders for mine, that's for sure. <laughs> but, you, okay. but every single time I go in there. Uh-huh. The guy forgets how much the monsters are. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, I know it's three fifty because he charges me every time, and they're way overpriced. But oh, yeah. I mean, they're always cold, which is more than I can say for hip hip hop in or whatever this stupid place is called. <laughs> the hop in, you mean, dude? <laughs> dude, they're either out of monsters hip-hop or in. they're warm every single time. Dude, you should probably get a bang though. No, I don't like bang. Oh, you don't like the bang? I can't say that I like I don't like bang because I've never tried it, but Monster is my uh So my you haven't jam. tried to bang? No. Cause I like monsters, bro. Clearly. Don't judge me. Uh, look, I don't do um energy drinks. At I all. know you don't. I'm my own energy drink. Yeah. But at this advanced age, it's kind of hard. Twenty-seven? <laughs> really, Twenty-six. Twenty-six. At this advanced, advanced age, age, it's really hard to get that energy going. <laughs> yeah. That's why you got to get out there and be active, playing basketball and things. Yeah, that's why I have to. But after, like, the seventh game, my entire body is like, hey, you should probably quit. And I'm like, nah, body, shut up real quick, though. <laughs> Stupid. Well, that last time that we played at the NAS was just me, you, and Dea. Yeah. Like, all of my legs were trying to cramp up at the same time. And I was oh, like, yeah. all right, we're done. Like, this is the last game I can play for sure. Yeah. Well, no, that's how I felt, like... Uh, Marco was cramping up bad. Like that guy was, was stretching really? every like break, every or not break, but like every like point that was scored as we were checking up. He was stretching and really trying to because he was cramping up, and I felt it in my hammies and in my calves again. Moons over my hammies, bro. Moons over my hammies, and then by the time uh, I mean then by the time Sunday morning rolls around, I can barely get out of bed. My knee is entirely broken. Yeah, right. <clears throat> my feet hurt. 
I can't breathe. Your knee is entirely broken. Yeah, my knee is entirely broken. You can't breathe? Yeah, I can't breathe. Did my you have ribs, the COVIDs, bro? I don't know. But my back hurts. Uh, my ribs hurt. My stomach hurts. Excuse me, my neck hurts. Um, what about my your, arms hurt. Uh, what about your baby toe? It hurts. <laughs> um, it hurts. My calves hurt. My uh, quads, my hamstrings, my glutes. Mm-hmm. They hurt. My entire body hurt Sunday morning. And then Sunday night, it hurt even more. Okay. Because you didn't stretch. Oh, no, no, no. I, I did. Uh, for sure, after the first game, I was like, Sasuke, I'm over it. Yeah. And then after the third game, I was like, Sasuke, I'm not. But I still kept playing for the greater good of all humanity and mankind. <laughs> the greater good of all humanity, bro. Because of me sacrificing myself to play, y'all are all here. You thank you, Israel. <laughs> thank you for your sacrifice. Too. I mean, you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> if it were not for me, we would not be sitting here um, giving our viewers and listeners a good time. That's true. So because you're welcome, you went and played basketball. Because I went to go play basketball with in my row. entire life, yeah. Speaking of basketball. Hey. Your boy, Luca. Luca Magic, boy. <laughs> Luca Magic, boy. That's why I was putting it on Twitter and Facebook, but ain't nobody like my stuff, bro. Luca Magic is real. I loved it, bro. Luca Magic is here. It's real, but they're going to lose tonight for sure without Kristaps. Uh, they didn't have him the other night? No. Well, yeah, I know that. But this time, Doc is going to be a lot smarter and is like, no, nah, don't switch. And he's going to be like, hey, Kawhi, stay on Luca the entire Maybe, game. Uh, because, look. <laughs> Did you see what I po- when I posted the video? No. Nah. It was like uh, uh, Carlisle was like, hey, Luca, better watch out. They're probably going to put Kawhi or PG on you. <laughs> well, and then Luca, and then uh, and then the next thing was Reggie Jackson. I'm the best player in the league. <laughs> I got Luca. <laughs> well, look. And then Luca, and then I just put the money emoji. <laughs> <laughs> if you saw that game. The only person who could like stop him from scoring was Kawhi. Yeah, because he could score on PG. Uh, um, he could score clearly on Reggie. Oh God! And Reggie. then, uh, is it Marcus Morris or Markeith? It's Marcus. Okay, could score on him. Yeah, all three good defenders. Uh, four good defenders. But the only well, one Reggie's that could not a look, good defender. Well, I mean, I'm trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. No, dude. If Pat Bev would have been in there, though, <clears throat> yeah, would have been a different story. But, but. Anyway, Kawhi is the only one that legitimately yeah, but he was taking Kawhi to task too a little bit though, wasn't he? Yeah, sometimes. But I mean, like even then, like there'd be sometimes where he was holding on to the ball for too long, and Kawhi knew what he was doing and just yeah. swatted it with his claw hands. Did he have? <laughs> did he have forty two? Forty three. Forty three. Yeah. So I was listening to uh, I was listening to a podcast on Monday, uh-huh. and they were like, it was like that was the first time in playoff history that somebody scored forty three. With 17 boards and 14 assists or 13 assists yeah. in a playoff game. The only other player to ever do it in an action, like a regular season game, is Wilt did it one time yeah. in like 1965. It's like Luca scored 40 points in his first playoff game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he scores 40 in his fourth playoff game. Yeah. I mean, he's a beast, dude. Dude, he is. Um, the He also was kind of. Uh, I think he was a little extra motivated because of Montrez Harrell. Yeah, yeah, but like uh, the uh, the dark horse in that match uh, that really keeps them in it is uh, is Boban. Boban. Nobody can stop the Boban. ugliest man alive. The ugliest man alive. He is hideous, bro. Uh, I mean, 
it's it's Boban, me, and then and then the next person, whoever you want to put there. <laughs> but for sure, at least I'm not number one. Bro, Boban takes that kick. Boban's head is so big. It is. He uh he's terrifying. He looks like the dude from uh uh where the wild things are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're so dumb. <laughs> he does. He looks like the monster from where but, the wild things are, bro. Look, but for sure, he keeps them in that game. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, Trey Burke had what, 21, 22? 20, 23 or something like that. And I then uh, Seth Curry had 20 something yeah. too. No, no, no. But I'm talking about like in the big, like, like he like, he, yes, those guys had the 20 points or whatever. Yeah. But there's just some about like, there's no big men that can match that they have. Yeah, with with Boban. Well, Boban's like seven six. So. Yeah, and even with he's with, so uncoordinated. Uh, though, oh weird. yeah, for sure. Uh, but with like Chris Stapps too, like yeah, Chris Stapps was in there. You could see that he was better than than uh, oh, what's his name, Zubox. Oh, Zubox. And and something else, I can't remember who the other guy is. Is it Trez? Montrez Harrell? I think so. I don't know. I mean, Harrell's like a power forward. Oh but, yeah, for sure. But they have him playing. Like they got, they got to have him defend the the five sometimes. But I don't know. I was just like, boy, Luca, and they were down by twenty one in the second half and came back and won. Yeah, I mean, well, because I saw it when I got out of church, and um, I saw a little bit of the first, and then we went to go eat, and in the first we were down already, and I was like, yeah, oh, ain't no point. And then all of a sudden, I was on Twitter as we finished eating. And I saw that they were back, and I was like, okay, here we go. So when I got to the house, I finished watching the game. Yeah. And then when he hit that buzzer beater, like, I was like, let's go, boy. And yeah. I was just sitting there yelling in my room, laying down. So I'm going to, okay, for all of our listeners and viewers, if you have any small children in the room, cover their ears. Right now in Jesus' name. Because I'm about to quote what Montrez Harrell said and then what I would what I thought would have been funny had Luka Doncic done it. Because Montrez Harrell called him a bitch-ass white boy. Yeah. <laughs> I wish that Luca would have put that on a t-shirt and worn it to the to the arena <laughs> on Sunday. You just like for sure stirring <laughs> up that pot, boy. You like mixing that pot. But anyway, I just think it would have been funny if you'd worn that. But it doesn't matter. Like Harrell apologized for it. And then Luca was like, no, don't even worry about it. I'm just about to drop 43 on you and uh, ruin your whole entire life. Because Trez only had two points. Yeah. And uh, only played like ten minutes or something like that. He was terrible in that game. Yeah. So well, I mean, like their stars, like the Clippers stars that are supposed to be coming up and doing their job, aren't just Kawhi. And it's just like, what the heck? It's him. Like, what legitimately is going on right PG now? PG has uh, been eating dog dookie before the games. Apparently, yeah. He's but, been eating the cat poop, bro. <laughs> you put the, <laughs> you eat my cat poop the way you talk about my city. <laughs> but to look that whole uh. Now seeing it, how the series is tied two two, it would not surprise me if they did win. Yeah, I don't think they will though. I just still have that know, belief man. in the Clippers. Like, like I think. Uh, how did Kristaps get injured? I don't know, dude. Sore knee, sore knee, my butt. Get Bro, out there, you're getting paid you're in millions, the playoffs, you dog. Yeah, dude, man up. You have a God chance dang. to win too. Like you're literally, you and Boban can literally manhandle. Yeah, their bigs. They can't. They don't have a uh, a single slim baby chance against you guys. And you're just being an idiot. That dang. And so, um, yeah, for sure. Kristaps needs to man up for sure, grow some yeah. chest hair, and get out there and play. Grow some chest hair. Yeah, put some, <laughs> put some icy hot on your knee and go. You grow idiot. some dirt on it and get out there, boy. Grow some dirt and get on it. But, uh, 
Yeah. Um, I still think the Clippers will come out. They probably on top will. In seven. But I would love. Oh, yeah, dude. If the Mavs won, I'd be ecstatic. Like, I'd be elated. I'm like, I'm on that Luka bandwagon now, dude. Oh, yeah, for I'm sure. Like, Bro, he's so fun to watch play basketball. Yeah. But I don't know. I think that. I think they're probably going to make it to where it's either Kawhi or Paul George guards him all game tonight. Yeah. Like, there's going to be, like, we're not switching this. You're going to go – you're going to fight through the screens or whatever, but – No, the one thing that gets me, though, about that is that – still gets me about him is that when he thinks there's a foul that should be called, he stops instead of, like, just run back. Luka? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that's the one thing um, that LeBron has learned, like – if I don't get the call that I want, before he would stop and look at somebody and then yeah. just let somebody score over there. And, yeah. And but now he 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 either runs back and doesn't say a word and plays defense, or runs back and complains as he's running back. Um, he has literally never run back and not said a word and played defense. He runs back he's and been, complains the entire way. He's been doing it lately. every single time. No, there was one that I saw the other or not the other night, last night last that he night. just ran back. Was it when they were already up by twenty? Yeah. Well, I mean, they were up by 20 within like the first two yeah, minutes. Yeah, 24 to 8. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that anytime I've watched a Lakers game, first of all, that first game was good. The, the rest of them have just been trash. Yeah. Like the Blazers have not showed up at all. Yeah. I'm like, all right, Dame. I, I, I believed in you for a minute, dude. Yeah. But not anymore. No, for sure. Uh, we were talking about this Sunday night, and I'm so happy that they're doing this back to back like every single day there's oh, basketball heck yeah, dude it sucks for them because i know that um they were used to the um games 1 and 2 back to back let's wait 2 days and then um travel to the other um the other team's house and then we'll do back to back there wait go wait 2 days right go wait 2 days go wait 2 days for game 7 yeah um because I think of this format, they're doing it this way, and set and uh, round two, they'll start doing that. Like wait two days and then go, because this is a lot. This is a lot of basketball for them to be running. Well, if I'm complaining and almost dying at half court, like imagine them. Like you're not a professional basketball player. No, yeah, I know that. But what I'm saying is, if my body hurts at the end of a basketball game. Imagine theirs, and mine's not even that tough. But you is what I'm trying to say. Well, what I'm trying to say is you can't compare yourself to them, though. Like, that's all they do is play basketball. I expect them to be able to play two games in, in okay, three Okay, so you nights. expect them to walk out and not be hurt at all or not feel anything? Or I not mean, feel- they could be sore or whatever, but, I mean, they had three months off where they didn't play at all, and then they played eight games, and now they're playing the playoffs. And there's no travel. They're going back to the same hotel. Well, yeah, I know that, but what place, I'm saying so. is like playing full court games of basketball, 12 minutes, four quarters. Yeah, I mean, it's 48 minutes. Takes a toll on somebody. Oh, I get it. And so, like, but what, yeah, I'm, like, but what I'm saying is it's cool no... now, but what I'm saying is I feel sorry for them because they are going every like oh. day back to back, bop, 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 going at it. I don't like, feel sorry for them at all. It's fun for me as a fan. Keep going. But, yeah. like, if they change they... the format as they get closer to the finals, that's great. I don't know that they're going to. I don't remember what the, they're they're going to push everything forward. Actually, I think. Well, because the thing um, is in because October, everybody's getting swept and all that bullcrap, and then ba- the football's coming back and everything too. But I don't I don't feel sorry for them at all playing games every other night. I mean, they're not playing back to back days. It's 
you know, there's mm. a day in between. Well, yeah, I know that, but what I'm saying but, is like well, the two-day I, I know, I know what you're saying, but what I'm saying is they're not getting on an airplane and flying somewhere else. Yeah. Like, that takes a toll on my body anytime I fly anywhere, whether it's like Amarillo to Dallas or whatever. And so that's one thing working in their favor is like recovery is a lot easier when you're not having to travel at all. Um, especially like, what are some of these series like? Portland, LA, that's not that much travel, but it still sucks getting on an airplane. Um, and I don't know. I, I, their professionals are getting paid to do it. Like, yeah. They should have their bodies in shape. Uh, no, yeah. Joel Embiid did not get the memo for that, but you know. No, no, no. And look, I get it. It's just like, yeah, regardless of, oh, you know, the traveling is what kills them. I mean, regardless, they're still playing games and it's just, one day, then they play. One day, and then they play. So there's basketball all the time. I just still think, I was like, they're like 30-something-year-olds. And like between like, you know, between 20 to 30-something-year-olds. Yeah. And, I mean, it just takes a toll. I mean, it's fun for me. Like I said, I'm glad. I'm like, heck yeah, let's go. Yeah. But it must suck for them for sure. Well, maybe. Going at it all the time. But they're also 20, 20 and 30-something-year-olds who are supposed to be in shape. Hey, you leave me out of this. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, there's some dudes who definitely were not bubble ready. Harnot? Zion. Z- Zion Williamson, boy. And then Brett Brown got fired today. No, that was yesterday, wasn't it? Yesterday, whatever day it was, he got fired for I sure. I mean, it was a day for sure when he got fired. It ended in Y. <laughs> <laughs> so dumb. Because <laughs> they got swept real hard. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, so, anyway, I still hope that the Mavericks win. Oh, yeah. Me too. But I hope that. Um, Clippers in seven. Yeah, probably. Well, it might be, <laughs> it might be Clippers in six, honestly. But yeah. Kristaps doesn't stop being a girl, for sure. Yeah. I don't know what his deal is, And all dude. that being said, fighting for them, I'm still like, Kristaps, stop being a girl. Dude. dude, get out there and play. I don't know what his deal is, man. He, like, he took an entire year off because of a sore knee. Yeah. And then... Now his knee's sore again. Yeah. You just put, like, go get Doc. Put some ice on it. Hey, Doc Merrill, get out there real quick, bro. You <laughs> won't bet. Bet right now you won't. Bet. Bet right now I better see you tonight. <laughs> All of a sudden you see him in his glasses putting, <laughs> putting ice on his knee. <laughs> Bringing Gatorade to everybody. <laughs> Today's purple, boys. <laughs> With some pickles, bro. Just bring it all out, dude. <laughs> pickles or orange slices, God dang. Heck yeah, dude. Doc Morrow. Where you at, bro? Hey, where you at, bro? Go the right needs now. you. And Kristaps out there, bro. God dang, stupid Kristaps. They want to sign you to a five-year, hundred-something million-dollar contract, Golly. and you want to be a girl about your knee. Yeah, dude. Come if on. If you're so scared about your knee, quit right now. Retire. <laughs> if not, shut up and play. Uh, stupid idiot. I do think that, I mean... What Luca's doing at twenty one. Oh, it's insane. It's insane. And I don't it's know wild, bro. I don't know if you saw it, but on on NBA on TNT, Shaq was kind he, of upsetting me. Was he talking some mess about Luca? No, like like uh, like well yeah, pretty much. Like like he was kind of treating it like if it wasn't a big deal. Really? I've seen many people do that. James Harden do that and stuff like that. And it's just like, dude. At twenty one he didn't see James Harden do that. I was like, come At 21, on. 21, he saw James Hart. Well, James, I think he was 23 when they made the finals. Dude, and like, everybody was giving him props. Yeah. Like, literally, everybody was giving him props. EJ, uh, Kenny, mm-hmm. and Charles were all giving him props. And then here comes Shaq. 
Well, you know, I've seen that before. I've seen that before. Dude. I was like, come on, dude. Like, he won He won the EuroLeague MVP at 18. Yeah. And then he comes over and he plays, you know, I mean, he was a, a beast his rookie year. Yeah. And he got injured in the middle of the rookie year, right? Because he sat out a bunch of time last yeah. year, didn't he? And then he comes back out and, I mean, they're the seventh seed, but then he comes in and he's just like, look, bro. Yeah. I'm not scared of you, Kawhi. Yeah. I'm not scared of you, PG. I'm not scared of you, Mon- uh, uh, Mark- Marcus Morris. I'm not scared of you, Montrez Harrell. Yeah. I'm not scared of none of you people. I'm going to drop 40 a game, Yeah. and uh, we're going to give you our best shot, dude. I don't need my 7-foot Euro guy in here. That wants to be I'll a get my 7-6 Euro guy yeah. who looks like a, looks like a, a flip. character from The NeverEnding Story. The NeverEnding Story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's a rock person from The NeverEnding Story, dude. <laughs> uh, but, I mean... I've never seen anybody come in in their second year in the league yeah. and just murder it, was, it bro. It was kind of weird to hear that from him just because it's like, dude, okay, you, like, what are you being so salty for? Like, you have, like, you have rings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why, like, why are you hating on him for? And it's like, yeah, we have seen James Harden do that yeah. when he got to Houston in his fifth year in the league. Yeah. We didn't see him on his rookie contract in OKC doing that stuff. Yeah. Then, uh, then they talked about that whole Montrez Herald, you know, mm-hmm. thing. And Chuck brought up the point that I was bringing up. Yeah. Um, like if the roles were reversed. Yeah. Yeah. That that if Doncic would be kicked if out Doncic, of the bubble yeah. for sure. Yeah. If, if, if Doncic would have said that to Montrez, everybody would be uproar. Like Twitter would be like retweeted thirty seven thousand hundred million billion times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get him out of here. Yeah. Get him out of here. I He's can't believe you let this in the league. And then there goes Adam Silver just trying to accommodate everybody's wishes. Yeah. And getting him out of the league. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Like, if the roles were reversed, yeah, they would start an uproar. But here comes Shaq. No, no, no. That's not the same thing, Chuck. That's not the same thing, Chuck. That's not the same thing. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yes, well, it is. Here's the deal. If there wouldn't have been a camera on Montrez Harrell, oh, yeah, none of us would have deal. known that he even no, said yeah. it. Yeah, nothing to say. But that's the beauty of the bubble, though. Yeah. <laughs> or like anything, anything like uh, when it comes to football now. Yeah. Or uh, like even... Uh, before you got here, uh, you saw me watching wrestling stuff, yeah, and it was an empty arena. So what? You heard people say things. Yeah, you, you heard the wrestlers talk to each other. Well, and we've talked about that with the UFC. Yeah, and, like they're hearing Daniel Cormier call out stuff from the the, the ringside and then put it into their match. Yeah, and win the match that way. So like, <laughs> yeah, these guys have to be aware because uh, Kenny's point was uh, was um, talk like that should just be banned in general. Yeah. Cause, cause one, it's not good for the league. Like, yeah, I know you get hyped up and whatnot, and you just want to talk trash. It's all squashed and 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 um, forgotten at the end of the game. Yeah. But during the game, you get hype. Your team's winning, all that, and so you want to rub it in somebody's face, and that's fine. Yeah. But to to avoid that, just take it out completely. And Shaq was like, No, 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 no. We don't need to do that. We don't need to do that. This, 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 and that. And and he was just like, I'm glad that because Shax was like, I'm glad he went up and talked to him and, and apologized. Yeah, um, apologized for it. And but like, I do agree with Charles. We have to talk about both sides of the spectrum here. Yeah, that's if, true. If if we're creating an uproar, if Luca would have said it and we started creating an uproar, but. Mantra says it to Luca and it's just like, oh, like it's all right because that's what you get because you're white. Yeah. That that's literally all it is. Yeah. Like, oh, you had it coming because you're white. No, that's not fair too. Like that's mm-hmm. a double standard. Like take it as seriously 
if if he said that to Luca, which he did, take it as seriously as you would if Luca would have told him that. Yeah. I mean, come on. For sure. It's the same thing. It the is. The exact but, same thing. And I and I heard, you know, uh, Clay Travis was talking about a suspension and a fine. And I'm like, if Luca would have said it, it would have been a suspension and a big fine, for sure. Yeah. He would have been kicked out of the bubble, probably. But I'm so conditioned to expect, like, nothing to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah, I don't you have care. To. Just play the game, and then Luca freaking torched him. Yeah, no, no, and no. Like, like set yeah. their whole entire team on fire. Oh, for sure. Like at the end of it all, Luca got gas the last on word it while he was out there. I mean, yeah, for sure, Luca got the last word. But it was just like it was just stupid. Yeah, to I hear don't think Luca. I think Luca. <clears throat> if nobody would have said anything about it, like like I said, if there wouldn't have been a camera trained yeah. on his face when he said it, I don't think Luca even heard it because he was complaining to the referee while he was running back and talking about. Yeah calling him a ba white boy <laughs> yeah no but this this had started with the whole uh um uh, when he had flopped montrez and he fell to the floor montrez did yeah okay or like you know supposedly he had flopped and they called a foul on him yeah um called a foul on luca well then luca goes he's all like man st- or stop flopping man and so montrez gets up and gets all mad and gets all hot and that's that's normal you know Hey, get up and get hot. Somebody just called you out. Let's yeah. go. And then he goes and he does his little dunk or his little shot or whatever and then comes back and says what he said. Yeah. Uh, so, like, things escalated like that. But I, I mean, didn't even see that that first part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't know. I, I, I just think it was, like, yeah, like, it's a good thing that he apologized. But, um, oh, because this is another thing they were talking about. Um, they were saying, glad he apologized. But he didn't have to. Oh, really? Yeah. But like you okay. kind of like, uh, um, they were like, you have to apologize in the time that we're in, though. And I was like, no, like, if you're gonna create an uproar about it, if the roles were reversed, then why wouldn't you do it now? Yeah. Like, regardless of if honestly, I don't if, think if they're I mean, playing at the Staples Center yeah. with with uh, fifteen, sixteen thousand people there watching them play. Yeah. Like he should still apologize. Well, I think that, like, my, my opinion on it is, like, trash talk is trash talk during oh, basketball. Yeah, for sure. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Um, the only time that it ever seems to mean anything is if a white person uses a racial slur. Yeah. Otherwise, like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, anything is, is free game. Yeah. And so, I think that, like, I don't think, tra- like, in my opinion, he didn't even need to apologize for that. Yeah. Like, it was trash talk in the middle of a, uh, a freaking basketball, basketball game. game yeah. And Luca came out the next night and absolutely demolished his yeah. world. So, cool. And apparently, from what I, I didn't get to see any of the game, but apparently the entire time, like, during the second half, Luca was just smack-talking the entire time. Uh, just, like, talking tons of crap. <laughs> I'm like, cool, man. <laughs> Backing it up, too. Well, because I had picked it up in the fourth quarter, so. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I got a text from uh, my buddy Justin. It just said Luca, and I was like, "Oh snap!" Yeah. I well, like I watched bro. the entire fourth. I watched uh, the end. All of overtime. All of overtime, and it was just like, "Oh my gosh!" Like, and so yeah, um, yeah. No, like that's the only thing that bugged me about it. Yeah. Um, should he have apologized? I don't. I mean, there's a lot of things I've said on the court. I've never apologized to anybody. That's true. For you it. don't apologize for anything. So. But have I said stuff like I'm that? Still waiting. No. I'm still waiting on my apology. I probably haven't gone that far. <laughs> that I can remember, I've never gone that far. But 
but um no yeah yeah but anyway so nba playoffs are still happening we've got boston has made it through to the second round against the raptors miami has made it through the raptors uh-huh. have made it through i don't know who um, miami's playing miami is going to play uh whoever wins out of i think it's they're either going to have milwaukee yeah, it'd be Milwaukee. That's who they would play in the first in the second round. And then the Western Conference, nothing is set yet. Nothing set yet. Because James and them lost last uh last night. Yeah, they're two two now. Two two. The OKC um, Thunders and the And I don't know the how Rockets. the game's going right well. The Jazz were up. The um, game right now within the Jazz. Yeah, the Jazz are up. Yeah, the Jazz Bro. are up. I couldn't believe it. I saw this the stat line for that Jazz game the other night. I was like, "Oh my god!" The Nuggets are up ninety two ninety. Okay, but uh, what's his name from Denver? Um, anyway, he had fifty, but then uh, Donovan Mitchell had fifty one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and the Jazz won that game. I was like, "My gosh, dude!" Yeah, but I think the Jazz are probably going to make that one happen, and then the Lakers are probably going to win that series. But then the other two are tied up 2-2 right now. So. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what had happened. What what happened was. What happened was. And what, then. Uh, what happened was. High school football starts Friday night. Hey. And then there's actually going to be college football on Saturday. FCS teams are starting to play. I don't know why, but I, when you said college football, I was about to play the theme song to, to NBA on and then uh what are we like two weeks away from the sunday night boy cowboys three. versus rams but that thursday night oh the um, thursday night kansas city, uh, kansas city, and city and baltimore baltimore let's go bro no no no. kansas city houston houston yeah houston and kc play kc start the season off i can't remember so yeah yeah they're, they're right. playing in arrowhead uh this i did find out today that both uh, um, Los Angeles, or they're both from Los Angeles. No, screw it. San Diego and Los Angeles <laughs> are not letting anybody in their stadiums the first few weeks of the game. That doesn't surprise me at all. So, Kansas City's going to have, what, like 23% capacity or something like that? Was like 22? I can't remember. Um, Supposedly there were reports today that the Cowboys got the okay from Governor Abbott, which I think it's still at 25. Yeah. But, look. That's still like football for 18, sure. Eighteen thousand people. Yeah, football for sure has 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 the capacity, which technically the NBA does too. Yeah, but to like an football extent. has the capacity with their what hundred to to seventy thousand seating stadiums. Yeah, to separate as oh, many yeah, people yeah. as they want. Hundred percent. As as far as they want. For sure. You know, 100%. keep it I mean, at twenty five, and that's it. If they can do it at Hodgetown, bro. Yeah, they can do it at uh, uh, Jerry World. Yeah, like and just like. Nobody like because I know there's people. Well, I ain't gonna wear a mask. No, if you want to come to this football game, you're gonna <laughs> you wear, wear a mask. mask. <laughs> if not, get out. Yeah. Like, if you want to keep people's safety like that, then fine, do that. Yeah. Because uh, is it what is it September 16th? Is that the first game? I don't know. I think so. But like, if you don't trust Sep- it, that's fine. 18th. But the um, but the NFL has that like no. If you're going to walk into this stadium, that mask better be on and it better stay on the entire time. Yeah. 
Of course, when so. you're eating all that, yeah, you can take it off or yeah, like yeah, Hogstown, yeah, whatever. Sure. When you get to your seat, take it off. Yeah. But if you need to go to the restroom, put it on. If you mm-hmm. need to leave, go take your smoke break, put it on. If you need yeah. to do, like, if you're going to be doing anything walking around in the stadium and not in your seat, put the mask on. Yep. And the NFL and the owners can regulate and make those rules. Oh, heck yeah. And NFL fans are going to follow them. And NFL fans are going to follow them because they miss going to their stadiums. Yeah, for sure. So However many, those tickets are going to be expensive. Yes, sir, they are. <laughs> yes, sir, they are. So we'll see. But I'm excited for football, man. Uh, yeah, oh, my dude. gosh. Like, I'm I know, pumped for it, too. Like, I mean, I know that like it's just high school football, but I'm going to be at the Hereford game Friday night. Yeah, I'm going to be at the free on Friday dude, night. I'm so pumped. Yeah. I'm just like, let's go. Yeah. I am ready, uh, but I'm more ready for the NFL. Yeah. Well, obviously. I'm that's just ready. You, that's all you care about is the I'm, NFL. Yeah, that's all I care about is the NFL. Um, And then, yeah, baseball. It's just because I'm excited and... about Mike McCarthy. That's the only thing that I'm excited Mike for. McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Mike McCarthy. Like, I'm just ready to see what kind of offense he – or, like, you know, what kind of stuff he has up. I'm ready to see what Mike Nolan uh, – Christopher Nolan? His defense. Yeah, Christopher Nolan. He left directing to become our defensive coordinator. I'm ready to see what they're going to do. Uh, Kellen Moore to see how much he stepped up. And really, look, when we first started this podcast stuff, I know I would lambase Dak Prescott. <laughs> Did you buy back into Dak? Huh? Did you buy back into Dak? I'm giving him one more chance. Oh, my God. I'm giving him one more chance with this go. franchise tag. Like I'm giving it to him. Here we go, America. Like he better he better show up. I give you a flip flopper. Yep, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> if you could see me, viewers. <laughs> what I did was I put my hands on my side and I smiled real big. Hey, he did. But like I'm giving Dag one more chance. Okay. So is so is Jerry apparently. So is Jerry, yeah. But who cares what Jerry thinks? I want to give him one more chance. Oh, okay, yeah, for sure. You know sure. what I mean? Because you know everything. I don't know everything. <laughs> I know a little bit about everything. I know That's some how things, I live my life. I know some things about a lot of things. <laughs> it's like when uh, when Drew Wilburn got his associate's degree in general studies. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what can you do with that? And he was like, well, generally I can do anything I want. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, touche. I also learned this year that you can get a bachelor's degree in general studies. Really? I had no idea you could do that <laughs> until I found that out this year. Uh, uh, so. No, I went to the school of hard knocks. <laughs> and then I graduated that, and then I went to Balso Hard University. Did you? Yep. Okay. And I graduated with, yeah, I graduated with my doctorate and everything. <laughs> Your doctorate in everything? In everything, boy. <laughs> Call me Dr. Marquez, boy. <laughs> Speaking of colleges. Okay. Uh, so one of the first, this is a story that I've been meaning to tell on the pod for, I don't know, two months since Matt Shields brought it oh, up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, good. But uh, I kept forgetting to do it. But since we're talking about education, higher learning, for the Lord Jesus and educations Christ. for the Lord Jesus Christ and all of his magistrates on high. All of them. Uh, Revealed to us in levels of glory we've never seen. <laughs> Bless his name, brother. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, so, I don't know if it was the first or second. It was one of the first few times that I ever went to Lubbock to go hang out with uh, Matt and Corey when they lived in the dorms mm-hmm. at Tech. 
and uh, Corey was in a lab, and so he was in class for like three hours, and Matt and I were just like trying to find stuff to do, waiting for Corey to get done with class. Yeah. And so we were walking around the science building. Well, first we went and like looked at all this. It might have been the first time I was there because we went and like took pictures in the stadium and like took pictures um, around the Blarney Stone and all this different stuff that's at Tech. Yeah. Uh, with the masked rider, that kind of stuff. Oh, and did then, you also take a good look at a Raider rash? No. <laughs> <sighs> did Keep not. Going. Sorry. So, uh, so Matt and I are walking around the science building, and all of a sudden, a street sign falls like right in front of us. <laughs> It's like, it's the seventh street sign yeah. on Texas Tech, and it has like the, it's black and red with the Texas Tech logo on it and everything. And I was like, that's coming home with me, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm taking that. And, uh, so the way it happened, there was this group of cross country girls that like ran next to us yeah. as, uh, as all this is going on the wind was blowing, I guess, just the right way. And that sign just came out and yeah. fell on the ground. Like it just fell on the ground. I was yeah. like. What the world, dude? <laughs> and so uh, we pick it up, and Matt's like, well, let's go hide it behind this bush. And I was like, no, nah, if we're taking it, we're taking it right now. Because <laughs> if, if we don't, somebody else will. Yeah, for sure. And he's like, all right. So we take it, and we hop in his truck and drive, because I had to park at the Jones Yeah. Um, at the stadium, yeah. because it was like guest parking or whatever. Oh. And so we take it over to my car at the Jones. I pop yeah. the trunk. I throw the sign in my trunk close it and we're we're done with that yeah and it's like i have this sign it's coming home with me yeah and so then we go to spanky's which is across from tech yeah and uh we're throwing a munch just having a good old time yeah and then matt gets a phone call from his other roommate tommy yeah tommy russell who hey. we were talking about who elijah garcia made me think he was the other day <laughs> anyway <clears throat> so tommy's like matt there are cops here looking for you. I told them, I don't know what the F's going on, but I haven't seen you. So you need to figure out what you're doing. And I was like, oh, snap, dude. And he was like, they said something about a sign and seeing if it was here. And I was like, nah, boy. Nombre. This is stupid. So then it's like, they're looking for, they're, they're just it's like a, a campus-wide manhunt. <laughs> To try and find Matt sign. Shields, yeah, <laughs> for, for, uh, for a street sign, and so, uh, so it's like, God dang it, we're gonna have to return it because yeah. otherwise Matt's gonna get a ticket or something. He's gonna have to lie to the cops, and we don't really want to do that either. Yeah. So, because your children are the most high, your children are the most high Lord, and Jesus Christ is the Lord and Savior, magistrates, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we go. Uh, it's already dark by this time. Yeah. We go get the sign out of my car, mm -hmm. put it in his truck, take it to Campus PD. Yeah. And this dude, Officer Brown, is the guy at the desk. And it's like, hey, man, we found this sign and we're trying to return <laughs> it. <laughs> He's like, for real? <laughs> he was like, yeah, we just, we found it. And then he was like, well, tell me what happened. We we're like, all right. So we're walking, the wind's blowing, the sign falls, the girls are running. He's like, oh, you're trying to protect them girls, huh? It's like, yeah, it's exactly what we were doing. I mean, we were protecting no? the, the no? females of this campus. I mean, no? and uh, he was like, oh, okay, 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 okay. I see. He's like, well, what, ha what we heard 
<laughs> is that y'all climbed that pole. Oh and, my God. And pulled this off and stole it. It's like, do either one of us look like somebody who could climb a 12 foot tall pole and rip a sign off the top of it? He's like, nah, not really. <laughs> so, uh, oh God. So, Matt, um, we had we returned the sign. Well, while we're in there, one of our other buddies—I'm not going to say his name—to yeah. not incriminate the guilty. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I hope they get in trouble. I hope they get a ticket. I hope they get arrested. If they get arrested, it's their fault. They they, they deserve it. I was like, bro, we're going to throw real hands after I get out of this prison. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so uh, like on the report, Matt. Um, I don't know exactly. Like we came to the conclusion that Matt went from Texas Tech's most wanted to valued returner of lost property. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, I'm heartbroken that I don't have that sign, but at least it came with a good story. Yeah. God I'd rather damn, have dude. the sign than the story. I would way rather have the sign than the story. Dude, are you kidding me? This sign's awesome. If you do enough digging, you can find pictures of it on my Facebook page of me holding it ever... and stuff. I don't think I've ever stolen anything because my heart you know, <laughs> belongs to the Lord Jesus Christ. Because your heart will sing no other name. My heart will sing no other name and my hands are pure. <laughs> They've been washed by the blood of the lamb and okay. the word of my testimony. Praise God. Yeah. And by his stripes, these hands are healed. Amen. So I, I, I never well, stolen a thing in my life. I for sure would have taken that if I would have been able to. <laughs> I mean, I almost had it. I always... Uh, Cause I go into some friends' houses and and like in their room they'd either have stop signs that they've you know taken which I yeah. wish I would have done that yeah <clears throat> or uh, you wish you would have been a thief but you don't have the guts to do it or I don't what? have the guts to do it yeah <laughs> or uh, um, Sonic menus Sonic menus yeah Sonic menus like hmm. they would open up the deal I don't know how they do it grab the menu and take it home and put it up huh yeah. That was cool. I know that Andrew has that like that advertisement from Sonic, but they gave that to him. Oh yeah. He didn't steal that. The coolest thing I have that I didn't steal that I should hang up is a Hunan's menu in the back of my car right now. You stole a Hunan's menu? No, they gave it to me though. That's What's about the coolest thing. Huh? Yeah. Okay. I should open it up and hang it up yeah. on my wall. Show everybody how how uh Fuck life you are, brother. But technically, I'm not that guy anymore. I don't have anything hanging up in my room right now. You have that clock on your wall. Well, yeah, that was because I won that, for sure, from the tool guy. But, like, besides that... Else, I don't know what else you have on your wall. No, no that, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> that it? Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I've never been real big on posters or, like, real big on, like... Like, yeah, like, at the house, if you go to mom and dad's house, I have, like, posters and and stuff like that hanging up there. Yeah. But they weren't my choice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I didn't put them up there. Who put them up there? It was my mom yelling at me to put them up or throw them away, and I was like, all right. Oh, okay. I don't even remember what posters are in that room. There's a Texas uh, There's a Texas Longhorns flag. That was John's. Okay. There's a big old Dallas Cowboy banner. That was mine. Yeah. There's posters from, like, a... Uh, a uh, either a Christian store... Or you know how the Scholastic Bull... Uh, the book fair, bro? Yeah, book fair would come. But I don't think it's that because we never had money um, um, to buy fair? stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so we were always those kids that would look outside the window like, 
put our hands on the glass. <laughs> I know me for sure. Window shopping at a yeah. book fair. Day. Like, uh, um, was it the last time I was really sick? Yeah. Um, back when you had malaria? No, no, no. This was before then. It was kind of like they had determined I had strep. Okay. But they wanted me to stay home. And so like I took the, um, the rest of the day off that day. And then I took off the next day and they're all nice. like, um, go back that Wednesday or something like that. And I said, okay, cool. And so, but instead of doing the responsible thing and mm-hmm. staying home, yeah, I decided to go uh, patrolling with the chief. Oh, you were patrolling with the chief? Yeah. Yeah. This was, this was like before the Rona, okay. like I think in January or February. But anyways, and so like I'm sitting there patrolling with the chief. Well, anyways, they had to go help out with the book fair. And so he's all like, do you mind or like, do you care coming with me? I was like, no, let's run it. Yeah. And, and, and so I'm sitting there in the book fair and like immediately, like, I'm just like sad. Like I'm just sitting here and I'm like, yeah, dang man. Cause I would see the kids that are over there looking yeah. and like buying things. And then like, I'd see, cause they let everybody in. I was just playing around about standing outside. They yeah, let yeah. everybody in. But like, if you couldn't buy anything, you didn't grab anything. If you could, then you, you know, you went to go get stuff. Yeah. That was always me. Like I remember, I wanted a bunch of like Dallas Cowboy erasers, pencils, pencils posters, yeah, all that crap. Uh, cool books that I had seen. I mean, I'm never gonna read them, suckers. But <laughs> there were cool books for sure from yeah. the outside. And we never, like, I never, like, they never gave me money for it. And even yeah. though I had asked, like, hey mom, dad, we got this. No, 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 we really, you know, no, not this time, next time. So yeah, no, I I understand that feeling, bro. Like all these, <laughs> like all I just got really bro. sad. I got really emotional just sitting there. <laughs> Did you yeah. go buy some pencils, bro? No. Should have. But I bought lunch. Oh, okay. So. From the book fair? No. Oh. From Subway. Is from, that near the book fair? I mean, it's over there, though, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we never had, I mean, maybe two or three times. Mom gave me like five bucks to go spend at the book fair. Yeah. But usually it was like, sorry, bud. Yeah. You got books at home. Yeah. You want to read? There's a sword. <laughs> There's a sword you could read. There's a sword. <laughs> no more, I think. Sharper than any two inch sword. No more, I think. No more, I mom. I don't understand those words. <laughs> they probably have these and those in it. I'm all right. Thank you, though. <laughs> no, like my parents had, like, we had some cool books growing up. They were called Sweet Pickle Books. Yeah. And they were just like following these characters around their whole life. Yeah. It was like if, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like if uh, Sesame Street was an animated book series instead of a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. But it's not like actual Elmo and Big Bird and all those people. It's like, anyway, it's just these different animals that lived in this town. Yeah. And they were pretty chill or whatever. Yeah. They had cool stories and whatnot. And they all got ruined in a because uh, uh, our, our laundry room flooded when we lived at the house next door to the oh, house we live in now. Yeah. And... Uh, it flooded into the basement, which is where all those books were. It ruined all of them, dude. <laughs> I was like, dang it. Those Sweet Pickle books went hard, Mom. <laughs> but No, like the only books we had were literally the Bible and like um, dad was also- Bless uh, his name, brother. Bless his name. But when we were in, in Dallas and I'm also a little bit here too, I think, uh, um, dad was actually a Bible school instructor. Oh, okay. And so he has like all the books that you need from Bible school. Yeah. He has. Nice. Right? 
And so, like, those are all the books that are there. Those are the only books in my parents' house. So that's why you didn't read, bro? The Bibles and, and like, how to construct a sermon, Theo- you know, and theology, theology and doctrine, and doctrine all of it. He, had, he has it all. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Which, it kind of, like, the other day, or not the other day, like, four or five years ago. <laughs> how far back can you say the other day and it be well, uh, acceptable? Not- Technically, not four or five years ago either. Like I had to have been in like in high school, like a senior in high school. So yeah, it's a while back. Eight, eight, nine years ago. <laughs> eight, eight, ten nine years, years ago, ago. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah, yeah, seventeen or eighteen. So like <laughs> chippy, <laughs> <laughs> busting my tooth with this microphone, bro. Um, but I, uh, um, because I had okay, because there was two strong desires um, that I had. One was either go to Bible school to be a pastor, or. Uh, um, go to school, um, to do what I'm doing now, which is the body. Oh yeah. Body tech work stuff. Yeah. Body work stuff. Um, and so like, I really wanted to go to Bible school, but I really didn't want to leave home. And that's you. when dad was teaching the whole, uh, like Bible Institute. All that curriculum and, yeah. and so, um, right when I graduated though, they cut it, uh, like the assemblies of God stopped doing it for Nombre. their district. So, like, he has all these books still. And so I thought, I was like, hey, Dad, why don't you teach me? But they're all in Spanish. And I was like, no, nah, never mind. Don't worry about it. It's <laughs> like, no, I'm good. You know Spanish, dude. Well, yeah, I know that. But, like, it's kind of hard. For, like, uh, like I can understand sermons in Spanish. But, like, the way he explains things is, is so, like, detailed and so, like, deep mm, mm. in Spanish that it's kind of hard for me to pick up where he's going. I got you. Uh, like, in his sermons, I had a hard time. Really? But most people would always tell me, oh, yeah, you did a good job. Like, every now and then, like... I'd mess up and butcher words. Like, like there was one time I was translating for him and, and I think it was Easter or good Friday, but, um, he was talking about how Jesus was on the cross and whatnot. Now when he was on there, he was, he was anemic. Right. Yeah. And, and so, but the word that he said was anemia. Anemia. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, anemia. and then mom's like, you know, she's signaling me to hurry up. And I was like, pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> I had invited John and the chief to help me out yeah. that day. So it was me, uh, it was me, Daya, John, and the chief mm-hmm. uh, who were leading praise and worship that yeah. night. And uh, all of them started laughing. <laughs> and then mom has the tendency, like, if you're struggling, mm-hmm. she doesn't wait till after service to help you out. She helps you out right there. Yeah, for sure. And so, like, she's all I've like, seen that firsthand. <laughs> she's like, it means anemic. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Anemic. <laughs> <laughs> Pneumonia. <laughs> well, it's like on New Year's Eve, that service here, uh, he was talking about trying to get you to say coat, and he kept saying frock. Yeah. The frock, the frock. Like, the frock. I don't know what the frock is, dude. <laughs> Your mom like, it's the Jack and Mijo. And I think she came up and stole the mic from you and interpreted the rest of the Probably, service. Probably, I think so. <laughs> I know that happened. That was embarrassing, but I know that happened uh, when I had gone to Mexico with Wayne. Oh yeah. Um, I am good with translating um, Spanish to English. I'm not good English to Spanish. Okay. And that's what he took me there for mm. to to be his translator. Um, I got <laughs> within the first like. Two like probably like a minute, a minute and a half to two minutes of his introduction. Uh, that's how far I got. Oh wow! Before he started using words that I didn't know, 
in Spanish, and <laughs> I got nervous and I started stuttering out the wazoo. Wow. And dude. when I'm nervous, I stutter hard. Yeah. Hard, like I can barely get a word out. Is I start that why you getting stutter sweat. when you're around me all the time. Nah, brother? That's why I stutter when I'm around you all the time. <laughs> Clearly, why <laughs> our viewers and our listeners are like kind of like staring at their radio or phone or whatever, waiting for me to hurry up and spit Star- my word out. Staring at their te- their their phonograph, bro. <laughs> like they're like anytime now, Israel. Yeah, it's because Jeff makes me nervous, and so I stutter real hard with all my life. Amen. And uh, yeah, dude, like to the point where like half. Uh, this is. Five minutes into it, yeah. The guy that was translating for the other pastor steps up and helps me out and finishes translating. Yeah. So I was like, sweet. But I felt like an idiot, and I was like, so why did I come, dude? <laughs> that's that's where I was like the most embarrassed. My favorite thing about Wayne's stories from Mexico is when he's trying to tell people about the uh, metamorphosis. Yeah. And uh, the exchange, basically going from one thing to another thing. Yeah. And he's talking about the caterpillar. Well, he always says worm. He never says caterpillar, but he's talking about the caterpillar going into a butterfly. Yeah. And then he gets everybody to say, uh, he's trying to get them to say that they're they're all mariposas. Yeah. But the translator's (laughs) like, uh, he's like, tell him, tell him I'm a butterfly. And he's like. Okay. <laughs> Soy Mari. Everybody's like, everybody's like, ah! They all die laughing, dude. You know, that whole freaking group that calls themselves gay. <laughs> dude, but that, dude, that, uh, that thing taught me a lot because we went to the, uh, um, because it was in Juarez, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was the, the, um, the orphanage there in Juarez, which is the same one that 412 sponsors. Oh, nice. The, um, I think it's Bethel or something like that. Um, it's an Assemblies of God orphanage there. Oh, really? And so um, that's the one that the Trinity people help out too. Yeah. And so, um, but like seeing it there and being at that pastor's conference, their building was literally like. Nothing. Just this like, yeah, like. like A barn or something. Yeah. Well, not even a barn, but like, like from the outside, it looked like an abandoned warehouse. Oh, wow. But as soon as you walked in, like, their ceiling was, like, these little foam blocks, thick foam blocks with, like, chicken wire holding it up. Oh, wow. And then, like, they had chairs and, like, uh, or, like, tables and chairs because it was a pastor's conference. Um, But, like, just, like, the ground was, like, just ugly and, like, it was just black and, like, you could tell there was tile there. There was tile missing all over. Mm -hmm. Um, They had had a full band. Yeah. Yeah full praise and worship deal um so like it was it was like but like to see like there was no ac mm. uh lights were just little like light bulbs like uh, like you would on a ceiling fan or whatever oh yeah or like have on a lamp or whatever yeah. it was just literally 60 watt bulbs like scattered all over the building but when we did this conference it was during the day so you had sun coming in through the windows yeah yeah, yeah. and it was hot so you went ahead oh, and snap. had like like kind of wind was blowing but they had fans blowing in each corner well, like at the end of Wayne's, uh, uh, not Wayne's, I think it was somebody else's, it, it, it may have been Wayne's, um, um, he had done an altar call, right? Yeah. And so, uh, like, they, okay, well, for praise and worship, they would go ham. Yeah, for sure. Shut up, you idiot. <laughs> Sorry, that was serious. that came out of nowhere. Um, <laughs> speak only when you're spoken to, you dummy. And so, uh, um... 
Boy, their praise and worship was lit. Yeah. Their bass player was I bet, insane. Bro. I bet. And like, I've switched so many phones, but I recorded him one time. I completely lost the video. Um, Like their whole band was legit and they were playing songs that I have heard. Yeah. That I had heard. Um, Cause that was already when like um, some of the big popular Spanish songs were coming, uh, not coming back, but some of the ones that, that you hear Spanish churches play now were, were, were out. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Heck yeah. Like I know this song. So I was getting down. Yeah. Well, during altar call, the drummer gets hit by Jesus, right? Yeah, that's right. And so he like he goes up to the altar and just starts praying, right? And then they all know that I drum because yeah. Wayne told them everything. Like I didn't go yeah. over there like <laughs> brag about myself or anything. Wayne was like, "This is Israel. This is what he does. Da, 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 da. He does this. He does that. He's this, so he's bragging about me." And I'm just sitting there and I was like, "Yeah, like uh, I mean, those are certain things that I do. Yeah, but I mean, it's yeah. it's." It's yes, nothing. I, I have been known to do these things. With <laughs> I've been my known life. to do these things. You know, you know, when you're trying not to be like, yeah, yeah that's me. Trying so not to be braggadocious. Yes. You know what I mean? People don't think that, that I can, or do those things, yeah. you know, but I really do like, don't, don't like that stuff. So I'm kind of like, oh, shut up. Don't say anything. Like they don't need to know I drum. They don't even know I do this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fine. Like yeah. I'm good. Just being old, old, nobody Israel just sitting in the corner. I'm fine with that. <laughs> <clears throat> and so, uh, and so he's going and, uh, well, when the drummer got off, right, and they kept going with altar call because Wayne had already um, finished praying and whatnot and then came down and, and stood in front of me. Well, they had come up and they started going, right? They kept going with it. The band went up there and that's when the drummer gets off. And then the pastor, uh, okay, the pastor of the church who was the bass player, yeah, that's the one I recorded, he comes, or, or like they look, he looks at our table and and he remembers that Wayne had told him I play drums. And so he comes up and he's all like, can you play the drums for us? And everybody apparently like at our table heard him. Yeah. And so like Wayne's all like, Israel, go do it. And I was like, <laughs> and then finally like uh, the other people that were there, Israel, go, 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 go play. I was like, dang it. And the drummer's like, he's crying. Like he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus is ruining his he's, life. He's not coming back anytime soon. He's not soon. coming back anytime soon. <laughs> like he is just crying out to God. And like, I'm like, okay, like I'll be there in a minute. And so like, I finally go and um, the singer comes up to me and he tells me, he's like, do you know freedom? Eddie James. And yeah. And I was all like, and I was like, sing it. And so, like, they started off, and I was all like, and then as soon as he said it in Spanish, I want to sing a little louder. And I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I came in with any minute. Like, I knew exactly where I was going. <laughs> like, dude, and that was, like, my favorite. Like, like, as soon as he's all like, do you know Libre, right? And I was like, there's a lot of Libres in, in, in Spanish. Um, so I told him, I was like, cántalo. And so he sings it. And he's all like, oh, "I want to dance a little louder." Yeah. Then and they're like, all of them turned around and looked at me. The whole band, they're like, "Like you know?" And they're like, "I mean, this, this is what I do. This is my life. <laughs> like, I'm a drummer first and foremost. Like, at all the other instruments, I am okay. Drumming is no, what I love to do. You're a very good drummer." And so I'm like, dude, like this is this is what I'm about. Drumming is what I do. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, dude. Um, as soon as service ended, they were like, "Gracias, gracias, thank you." And you know, like they were like, "Dude, you're so this and that." And I was like, "No, no, no, thank you." Hey, look, man, complete blast. I had a fun, great time playing with you guys. Thank you. Yeah. But like, it was just fun, just to just like just that little instinct. I started laughing too, like when I started. Yeah. Like when he's like, "Do you know Libre?" And I was like, 
Hmm. Sing it, and we'll figure it out halfway through this. <laughs> You're like, quizás. Quizás, a lo mejor. <laughs> no sé. Solo Dios sabe. <laughs> He said, only God knows. Yeah. <laughs> the one thing that always, dude, I remember when we used to have Sunday night services, and the one thing that always bugged me is is when you tell them in, uh, tell them on Sunday morning as they were leaving, you'd be like, hey, we'll see you tonight. Yeah. And their first response is, si Dios quiere. And I'm if like, God wills. Yeah. And I was like, of course he wants you to come, you idiot. Yeah. Like, of course he wants you to come to church, you dummy. Get well, back over here Sunday night at six. Well, I think that the, what they're saying is like, uh, so long as I don't die, I'll be back. <laughs> they, they're still breathing and alive, and then you come back. So for sure, it was it was not that. So long as the Lord doesn't take me home. As long as the Lord takes, I'll take you home. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay, so there's this joke, Four right? Wheels. Um, there's a joke in Spanish. I don't know if it'll be funny in English, hopefully. I'll bring it on. But I'll try to translate it in my head as Say fast as I can. Say it in Spanish, and I'll see if I laugh at it or not. No, don't worry about it. You're fine. No, go ahead. And so he goes, and uh, <laughs> what the heck? And so um, this guy goes, and uh, um, this pastor goes up um, to this lady who's who, who he's been trying to get to go to church for him for a while. Okay. Right? To go to his church. Well, she's, uh, she... Um, and she kept making excuses, right? This lady kept making excuses of why she couldn't go to church. And she kept telling the pastor, well, it's because I got to um, feed my family or or because um, I have uh, the animals out back, you know, because she lived down in the country. It's yeah. just like, I have the animals out back. Who's going to feed them? Who's going to watch them? It's really hard for me to go. Well, finally, they had a revival night. Mm -hmm. the, the pastor goes up and then um, goes to this lady's house, you know, this little... Uh, the sweet little old lady goes to the house, knocks on the door. She opens it and then, and just like, again, gave his entire spiel. Hey, tonight we're having this revival. God is going to show up or like, you know what I mean? Like you need to come to this. And she's like, I don't know. And, and then, and then she goes, what about my chickens? What about my goats? What about my animals? And, and then, and, and then the pastor's all like, God's going to take care of them. Like God will watch over your animals. So she's like, you know what? Fine. And so uh, she ends up going to the service. Yeah. Beautiful service, right? Great service. During altar call, right? The, the, the Lord falls from the heavenly realms. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> On a bungee cord because he can't stay here too long. So he jumps back up. <laughs> and so, so dumb. And so the spirit of God is moving, right? Uh, uh, the preacher man gets up and, and, and just like proclaims, right? Yeah. And they're just having a good time. Everybody, like even the sweet old lady, like she's getting into service and whatnot. Yeah. And then the preacher stands up and proclaims, God is in this place. And then the lady goes, oh, my chickens, and books it home for you. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, oh. uh, Can I tell you a super dumb joke? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. So we're already here. My we're here. keep going. Uh, so there's this guy. Yeah, we'll call him Joe. Okay. Uh, he calls God on the phone. Yeah. He's like, bring, 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 bring. Peter answers at the pearly gates. He's like, hello, it's heaven. He's like, oh, can I talk to God, please? He's like, mm, we don't really let people talk to God on the phone, but. <laughs> I mean, can you tell me what it's about? He's like, no, I just really need to talk to God, please. He's like, 
all right, uh, I'll see if I can get a hold of him real quick. <laughs> so he, he calls God. He's like, hey, God, Joe is on the phone. He wants to talk to you. He has a question or something. And God's like, all right, patch him through. And so he's like, hello. And he's like, God. Yeah, Joe. He's like, I got a question for you, man. He's like, okay. He's like, uh, I really want to bring my stuff with me when I come to heaven. <laughs> Can I bring my stuff? And he's like, no, you don't get to bring anything from earth to heaven. That's kind of the thing. He's like, no, but please. And God's like, no, you can't. And he hangs up on him. And Joe's like, no, dude, I'm going to take a no for an answer. <laughs> so he calls him back and he's like, this dude's persistent. He's like, can I bring my stuff with me when I come to heaven? And they're like, yeah, okay, I guess, fine. You can bring two suitcases when you come to heaven. That's all you're allowed. He's like, Okay, fine. That's good enough. I'll figure it out. <laughs> and so then he just goes and sells everything he owns. He sells his giant house, his nice car. He sells like his puppies and his cats and he sells everything. Yeah. <laughs> and he converts it all into gold bricks. Yeah. And he puts it in these suitcases and he carries it with him everywhere. Yeah. Because he has to be holding it when he dies for it to go with him to heaven. Yeah. And so eventually he dies <clears throat> and he's got his suitcases with him and he winds up you know, coming up to the pearly gates and Peter's like, uh, we don't let anybody bring anything in. He's like, no, remember I talked to God. God said it was okay. And Peter's yeah. like, all right, okay, whatever. Cool. So he comes in and he's carrying these briefcase, these suitcases around and all the people are like, what the heck? Joe got to bring stuff with him. <laughs> Why in the world? Did I need to bring anything with me. Joe brought suitcases. Dude, he's got to have awesome stuff in these suitcases. And the angels are all like, dude, they let Joe bring stuff in. Nobody has to bring stuff in. And so uh, for a few hours, he's just walking around like all proud of himself because everybody's talking about Joe in heaven. Yeah. And uh, the angels are like, Joe, you got to tell us what you got in those suitcases. And he's like, you want to see what I got in these suitcases? They're like, yeah, man, I really want to see what's in those suitcases. He's like, all right. So he unzips something, he dumps them out, and he's all proud of it. And the angels are like, dude, why'd you bring road? <laughs> I hate that you told that joke of Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'd heard it. I was like, where is he going? And I was like, oh my gosh. I don't uh, know if I told you that joke or not. Yeah. <laughs> no, I forgot dude, about that one. Dude, my uh Yeah, my youth pastor in high school told me that one. Nice. Shout out Ricky Garzon. Hey, there you go. I'm like, dude. Why'd you bring road? <laughs> <laughs> What's that one? So dumb. It was just like uh, um, Jesus told John to. Oh, Jesus! John, Jesus told John to come forth and receive eternal life, but he came in third and got a toast. That <laughs> 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 <was> so stupid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you heard this one because Andrew uh, um, told me this one, but he's like. Um, there was this one time this guy was, uh, or this church was uh, was hosting a healing service, right? And, mm -hmm. and and they were just going ham. They were going into it. This guy walks in, right? And and he he's really like needing something from God, right? Yeah. And so uh, the preacher man does the altar call and then invites, if anybody in this place needs healing or like if anybody needs anything, come now. God is here willing to supply, right? Nice. And so the guy goes up to the front and he has his hands lifted high and, and the preacher's all like, what do you need 
prayer for? And then the guy tells him, he's like, I need prayer for my hearing. And so he goes and just like rains down heaven, you know, calls fire, you know, healing, you know, by his stripes, we were healed and does an amazing prayer service, like just prayer over his hearing, right? (laughs) That God would, would, would do something about it. Right. And then preacher man stops praying and then he backs up. He's like, how's your hearing? And then the guy says, I won't know till Thursday. I'm pretty sure I told that one to Andrew. Did you? <laughs> I love that joke, dude. Or there's this one. Uh, I actually stole this one from Joe Losting because I thought it was hilarious. Oh, nice. But and I'm sure I told you this one. But uh, this guy calls a uh, calls up the church office and he's like, "I want to talk to the big boss hog from the trough, right?" And then the secretary's like, "Excuse me." And then she's like, "I want to talk." And then he goes, "He's like, I want to talk to the big boss hog from the trough." And then, and then she goes, if you mean you want to talk to my pastor, then you're going to have to refer to him as pastor. And then, and guy goes, well, I'm calling because I want to give a $10,000 donation to y'all's church. And as soon as he said that, the pastor walks in and then she goes, oh, hold on. Porky just walked in. <laughs> <laughs> the big boss off from the trough, dude. Uh, That's so dumb. Yeah, that is for sure. For sure. But there's nothing funny like good old church jokes. Oh man, like the the uh, mandatory day after, like Sunday after New Year's, where they have to say, "I feel like I haven't seen you since last year." <laughs> <laughs> I got to use that for the first time ever this really? year. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could have used it at another time, but I was like. <laughs> Wayne called me at 8.30 yeah. on Sunday morning and was like, hey, Betty Ann had to go to the, the emergency room. She broke her ankle that Sunday morning. Oh, yeah. wow. And this was like, I don't know, this might have been like 2012. That was a long time ago. But he's like, hey, you're going to have to you're gonna have to preach this morning because Betty Ann broke her ankle. And I was like, oh, snap, dude. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't think of it that day because it was on New Year's Day, I think. <laughs> But this year, I preached at the Presbyterian Church yeah. on the Sunday right after New Year's Day, and I was like, <laughs> "God dang it!" That's uh, I was like, "This is a momentous occasion for me uh, because I get to tell a joke that I've never gotten to told before." Feels like I haven't seen you guys since last year. <laughs> of course, they all laughed at it. Dude, this one to make me feel good about myself. Yeah, but, for sure. I mean, hey, if it's yeah. funny, it's funny. Hey, man, I know jokes, bro. I know. I got, I got, I got laughs. You do got laughs. By the, by the dozens, bro. I mean, by the dozens. If there were a dozen laughs here, they'd all be given to you They'd all be in my pocket, bro. They'd all be in your pocket right now. I would have them securely secured in my pocket. (laughs) I was actually going to say ensconced, but yeah. Ensconced, bro. Let's go, dude. But yeah, for sure. Let's run it. Let's do it. All the laughs of the universe belong to Jeff. They do just 12 of them. Oh, just... <laughs> no, no, no. Whoa, whoa, time out. Just 12. Okay, I just need 12. It's the number of the Lord. <laughs> so dumb, dude. Uh, so, yoke's uh, on you. How I got him? Do what? I said yoke's on you. How I got him? Yoke is on you. Yoke is on you. Got him. Got him. Got him. It's a yolk. A yolk. Yeah. Like an egg? Yeah. Bacon. 
Give me all the bacon. And <laughs> Give me all of the bacon and eggs <laughs> that you yeah. have. <laughs> uh, come back. What I'm afraid is you heard. Give me a lot of bacon and eggs. What I said was. Want Give all me all the, the bacon, bacon and eggs you have. Ron Swanson. <laughs> um, so this morning during pastor's group, uh, David Tim was giving a um, a report about what's going on in Africa. He's just like, every single day, he's got some new evangelist just popping up out of the woodwork. Just yeah. like, some dude was healed and uh, like he was a paraplegic and can walk now. And then now he's an evangelist. And then some guy was sick and on his deathbed and he got healed. And now he's an evangelist. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like telling us all these crazy stories about what's going on over there. And then he's like, but we're having issues getting finances over to them because I guess the, the debit cards that are linked to, his account that he's given to them yeah. are all uh, expired or are expiring. Yeah. And so he's like, so we got to figure that out. And then he gets like, so he goes from like telling us all these things about <laughs> all these dudes and all this stuff to like, but now I got to figure out what I'm going to do here. <laughs> and so he, he goes from like awesome to just like kind of yeah. the pit of despair for a second. <laughs> <laughs> and Alan Tester goes, but God. And I was like, yeah, but God, dude. And, uh, and I just wrote it in my, uh, in my journal. And I was like, I think a lot of us use, but God as a contradictory statement to what he tells us. Mm-hmm. It's like, like Moses did where he's like, every time you do that, dude, oh, God dang, <laughs> stop. <laughs> I just start laughing, bro. Yeah. Just rubbing his lips on the microphone again. <laughs> okay. This time it's my lips and my little hair. Your, your little soul patch. Yeah. My, <laughs> my little soul patch. <laughs> I usually shave on Wednesdays and Sundays. Ah, but anyway, so like Moses, when he, uh, he sees the burning bush and, and, uh, God's like, I've called you to be my deliverer. Like you're going to deliver my people. And yeah. God, and Moses's response is, but God, I stutter. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't ask if you stuttered. I'm telling you, this is what you're going to do. And he's like, but I can't like, but God, I can't do that. But God, I'm limited in this, in this yeah. way, but God, I don't have the finances for that or whatever. And, uh, it's like, I think of, uh, like a, a kid talking to their parents It's like, I want you to go clean your room, but mom, <laughs> it was like God coming to tell us, like, I think specifically about our identity, like you're a beloved child. You're like, you, uh, you've been chosen, you've been adopted, you've been all these things. Like I've given you my literal spirit to live inside of you and, and you're called to do incredible, great exploits for my kingdom. And you're supposed to be, you know, going out and, and spreading the gospel and sharing the good news and telling people about me and all this stuff. And we're like, yeah, I know, but God, like, <laughs> I don't have what I need to do that. And he's yeah. like, no dude, like, but God is to, to contradict the negative statement that's coming from the enemy. Yeah. Cause like in, in Ephesians two, Paul is talking and he's like, you were dead in your transpa- transpasses and your trespasses and sin, but God rich in mercy and great love for us has, has brought us to life. Yeah. And, uh, I just feel like a lot, um, like in this season, especially in my life, um, I've heard the promises and I've heard the, like, what he's promised to me and the, the things that I'm called to. And I'm yeah. like, that's great. But God, I can't see it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, that's awesome. But God, I can't hear it right now. Yeah. Like if uh, I received like multiple prophetic words last year, um, that I was going to have some sort of 
like a huge platform and minister in all these different places and do all this different stuff. And I'm like, if I hear one more freaking person, tell me one of those words, I'm going to punch them Yeah. because I have not seen any fruit from that, from those words that those people gave me. And it's like, I I feel like the tendency is to table those things or put them on a shelf and forget about them. Yeah. And, and just anytime that you remember those, just be like, yeah, but God, you, I mean, that's not really happening though. Is it like, (laughs) I'm not on this worldwide platform. I'm not on all these things and I'm not, um, you know, in the relationship that I want to be in or I'm not, I don't have the kids or I don't have the the finances. I don't have the position. I don't have this and I don't have that. And I don't, and, and, and it goes back to some of the stuff we've talked about before is like, but what are you doing? Like, what am I doing to, to press into him and, and seek him on, on strategy or, yeah. or something like that on, on how to make those kind of things happen or whatever. And I'm just sitting over here, like twiddling my thumbs, waiting for God to move. Yeah. And he's like, the ball's in your court, man. Yeah. I'm waiting for you. And, uh, and we allow the enemy to come in and tell us that we're <clears throat> dirty, rotten, broken sinners, um, that barely got saved by grace, by the skin of our teeth. And God, yeah. God's just waiting to cut the string and let us go again. And, and that's not the truth. Nope. It's like, the enemy will come in and tell you that you're worthless, that you're useless, that you don't have any hope. Mm-hmm. And your answer is like, that was the story. Yeah. But God delivered me from that. Oh, yeah. It's like, I was broken, but <clears throat> God healed me. I was dead, yeah. but God gave me life. I was yeah. lost, but God restored me. I've, um, you know, and, and the list goes on and on and on and yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. And um, I don't know if that resonates with you or not. Oh, yeah. During this season, but for sure over the last, I don't know, almost year. I've been in one of those seasons where it's like anytime that I get a prophetic word now or somebody tries to encourage me with something, I'm like, okay. Yeah. But God, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. I don't see the fruit of that. Yeah. I don't, I don't see the evidence of that. And he's like, yeah, but you're not really pursuing it either. Are you? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You aren't really, you aren't really going after that so much. Are you? Yeah. And I know that, I know you can't really share what's going on. Um, like with, with the transitions and changes that are coming with you. But, um, like I want to encourage you over some things that you said a few weeks ago to me out on your porch yeah. before you knew anything was happening. Yeah. And you were like, I have these desires to, to do this and this and like, and I'm being real vague to our listeners and viewers yeah. cause I can't give it away. But you're like, I, I love doing this thing that I'm doing, but I'd rather do this. And it's like, well, that door just got kicked wide open for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, um, I don't know. I feel like you, you've been in like a pruning season over the last, what, like four years, God, but, so longer than that, yeah. <laughs> but especially, especially in the last, you know, eight to nine months, like the turning yeah. of the turning of the page into 2020 was yeah. like a crucible for you. And like, you've been, you've been in the, like the, the oil press of just pushing all oh, the, yeah. it's, it's you, all the stuff that's inside of you that needs to come out is finally getting squeezed all the way out so that he can like replenish that yeah. and, and push forward anyway. Um, hey, let's I'm go. just, I'm excited for your future, dude. Hey, thanks like, man. It's going to be good. Well, no. And look, I, I totally get where you're coming from. Uh, cause was it last week I texted you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, I texted you that, that is just like, cause, cause we all get to a Valley, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um, a valley stretching place, Egypt. I mean, whatever you want to call it, it's all comes down to one definition and that's a valley. Yeah. And, and 
God does his best work in the valley. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't do his work in the mountaintop because what work is there to be when yeah. you're already there? Yeah. But he does it in the valley. Yeah. And there's no fruit in the mountaintop, but there's fruit in the valley. Mm. And and there's sometimes where where he gives you fruit in the valley and it's good, but you still feel pressed on every side. Mm. Yeah. Right? And this is where I'm at right now. Yeah. I got the fruit. It was amazing. Yeah. And, and but within days, it was just like, okay, now what? Hmm. Yeah. Because there's still so much that I want. There's still so much that that I feel are missing. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No. Whether I it could be financial, whether it could be relationships, whatever it is, there's still a lot of stuff that's missing that I've been praying for. That that I feel like, yeah, this fruit that you gave me was great because it is everything that I've asked for. Yeah. And it is a huge door for me. But what about this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And sometimes in the valley, like, look, if you're Pentecostal like me, like in the valley, you'll, you'll like, um, you'll cast out devils, speak in tongues. You'll, you'll, uh, ask intercessors to lay hands and pray on you. You'll plead the blood. You'll do all this. Yeah. Right. But it's not technically warfare because that's what we think to and go straight to when we hear valley or or when we feel something, we think it's tech, it's 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 a we think it's warfare, but it's it's just that it's a valley that the Holy Spirit has taken us to yeah. to refine us, to squeeze everything out, you know, to make us better. Yeah, and and know this because it's hard. Like, yes, there's fruit in the valley, and it does feel like there's there's stuff coming, like stuff coming at you on every side, but. And sometimes it feels like he's not listening or he's not speaking, but I promise you this, and this is what actually has been getting at me is, is when you can't, when you can't hear his voice, you can trace his heart. Mm, Yeah. And so I know sometimes it feels like he's not talking, but trust his heart. And, and that's literally what I'm hanging on to right now. Yeah. Um, within like the last, like I'm talking about probably the last two months has gotten really hard, mm-hmm. but, but like, it's, it's, it's just like, I find myself crying more. <laughs> yeah. Just random times. I find myself crying more Yeah, because like, there's still things that, you know, that I want for me. There's still things that, yeah, like, you know, like I do want relationships. I do want fun, you know, like there's, there's just so much that I find myself not every night or not every day. Yeah. But there is like a, like more frequently. Yeah. yeah, uh, For some reason the other day, the song, um, Oh, what was that song? I sent it to you. Um, Oh, uh, it was, uh, Shane and Shane, the, uh, um, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Right. And I don't know why, but as soon as they got to that chorus, I was bawling. Like I'm talking about ugly girl crying. Like, and I was just outside just chilling. Yeah. Um, I was at work and this was right before lunch and I was, uh, um, I'm in charge of, of, uh, filling the swamp cooler uh, with water. And so like, I'm sitting out there and I'm just like, as soon as that song comes on, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Right. And as soon as the, like, I just started crying hard. Like, I was like, okay, like. I get it. Like, you know, my eyes are on you. Yeah. It's just, it's just hard. Like it hurts. Um, 
Because <laughs> I used to be like for like the first probably this past year I finally got over it, but like the first two, three years of the separation and the divorce, mm-hmm. uh, uh my outlook on life was life's a bitch and you die. Yeah. Right? Uh life's a B word and you die. Mm-hmm. And that was my outlook on life. Um it wasn't until about a year ago, maybe. Yeah. I'm um, about a year ago where like I got got my mojo back. I got awakened to something. Yeah. Um and so but like it just it just feels like, you know, it just feels like you're pressed on every side. There's fruit in the valley and and I love it, but it was just one of those things where like, you know how like um coaches always preach, um, don't worry about what happened, just go to the next play. Yeah. That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. Like I got this good news, I got this interception, I got this touchdown, but for some reason I'm not as excited as I thought I would be because I'm worried about the next play. Mm. So you're having trouble? I'm having trouble. Uh enjoying the moment and uh being enjoying satisfied in it. Yeah. No, I understand that. Um Yep. I definitely understand that because, and, and that's just being real, like talking as a minister, like no matter whether I've been talking to and preaching in front of 10 kids or I've been preaching in front of 400 kids or, or whatever, it's like, all right, that event was over. Now what? Yeah. I still don't have my position. I still don't have my, you know, I'm still not paid staff at a church making, you know, thousands of converts into the Lord and all this stuff. Yeah. And like. I've still got a regular job. I've still got all this stuff going on. Um, I still don't have a wife. I still don't have all these things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and God's like, yeah, I understand that. But like, sometimes it's, it's just hard to, to get rid of the distractions that are around you. Yeah. And to really pay attention to what God's trying to do in the, in the refining season. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, we talked about Moses earlier yeah. and like Moses didn't get to the promised land. He he saw it, but he yeah. never got to enter in because that, he because he disobeyed to be in his position. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's what like, scares me to be yeah. in his position, to see it, to know that you're almost there, to see it. Yeah. And but you know he he did he did multiple things wrong. One was he hit the rock again instead of speaking to it, which is yeah. what God told him to do the first time. And uh, he said, well, the first time he said to hit it, and then he hit the rock, and the water came out. And then he told him to speak to the rock, and he hit it. Yeah. And then uh, nothing happened. And then he said, shall we bring water forth for you, like for you idiot people? Then he hit it again. And that's when God told him, you're not going into the promised land. Um, but then he also sent the spies in, which was never something God told him to do. And uh, that entire generation of Israelites had to die off before they could go into the world, into the promised land out of the wilderness. Yeah. So a like a six or seven day journey ended up taking 40 years. Yeah. And uh, it's just there's certain things from the old season you can't take into the new season. Yeah. And and I think that any time that I've ever gotten close to the position that I wanted or, you know, the ministry thing that I wanted to do, it's like I'm still trying to hold on to these things from the past yeah. and carry them on with me. And they're not – some of them aren't good things. I'm yeah. just still walking with them and holding on to them. Yeah. And he's like, look. You cannot take that where you're going. Yeah. Like you can't. That that generation of, of Israelites had to die because they couldn't take that unbelief into the promised land with them because yeah. they would have gotten annihilated by Anak. Like 
the descendants of Anak would have murdered them. Yeah. Jericho would have never fallen. They would have never taken and possessed the land yeah. with those people with that mindset. But Joshua and Caleb were the leaders that could take them into the promised land because they were the ones telling all their friends, no, we saw what was in there. We saw the land of Canaan. Like we brought grapes back on a freaking pole because they were so big that they, we had to carry them in between two people. Yeah. And, uh, and so it's like, that's, that's, that's one of those, there's a verse in the Bible that hit me hard back in, in like 08, 09. And it's, it's Joshua one. Um, verses one through four, but it like the book of Joshua starts with like the Lord speaking to Joshua and saying, behold, my servant Moses, is, Moses is dead. Yeah. He's like, it's your turn now, buddy. Yeah. And so that whole first chapter, he's telling Joshua over and over and over and over and over, be strong and courageous, be strong and very courageous. Have I not told you be strong and courageous because Joseph is uh, not Joseph. Joshua is like, what? am I doing dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got to lead the people of Israel now. Yeah. I saw how they treated Moses. I know it's not the same people, but it's the same. It's their sons and daughters. Yeah. And uh, he's like, I saw how they treated Moses and uh, I, I don't know that I can handle that. Yeah. And, uh, but, but like you, like you said, like there's fruit in the Valley, but there's pressing in the Valley too. And yeah. there's, you know, some of that stuff's got to come out. And, and you can't take the old stuff into the new season. And I think that that's been a lot of like a lot of the reason why I haven't been able to progress into where I'm supposed to go is because I'm still caught back in, you know, 2018 and 2019 and yeah. looking at what could have what could have been like what should have been in my mind, what like where I should be right now, what yeah. I should be doing and and how things should be happening. But if all those things happened the way that I wanted them to happen, then we wouldn't even be having this podcast right now. True. So, yeah, true, true, true. <laughs> and Very uh, true. I mean, but. um, So I don't know if our, who, which one of our listeners and viewers needed to hear tonight, like you may be in a dark season. Yeah. Like you may be in, in the valley of the shadow of death, but for it to be the shadow of death, there's got to be light. Yep. And, and the Lord is a light with you. Jesus is walking with you. Yeah. It says Psalm 23. It's beautiful. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil for you are with me. Yeah. Your rod and your, your staff, they comfort me. Um, and then he says, you, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Yep. And I used to look at that verse and be like, well, that's kind of scary. But it's like he's mocking the enemy. Yeah. He's like, look, the enemy is worried about murdering you. I'm worried about serving you dinner. Yeah. I'm like, just sit down. <laughs> just sit down and have, have lunch. Yeah. Graham Cook has a, a thing that he talks about in one of, his, one of his talks where he's like, you know, I had this vision of being on the battlefield. And I'm like, my whole army is just, you know they're worn out and they're exhausted and I'm tired and exhausted. And then the server walks up in like a tuxedo with a, with a towel over his arm. Yeah. And he's like, well, you have the melon or the soup, sir. And he's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? There's a battle going on. Like people are getting murdered all over the place. And he's like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. Would you like the melon or the soup, sir? <laughs> and he's like, I'm worried about, I'm worried about warfare. And he's trying to have, you know, appetizers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, we see things in a, in a completely different light than God does. Yeah. He's like, look, man, I understand um, that it looks daunting. The task at hand looks scary. The path looks scary. The road, the road is, is going to be difficult, but you can make it as long as you're with yeah. me. Um, and, and there's so many scriptures that we, we either brush aside or don't pay attention to where it's like, 
the enemy's smaller than we think he is. Yeah. He's a lot smaller than we've, we've made him out to be in our minds. Yeah. And, uh, it's like just that one, like he prepares a, pre- a table before, before me in the presence of my enemies. Yeah. It's like the enemy's literally watching us be served by the, by the Lord. Yeah. And then in Colossians chapter two, it says that the, uh, um, the, the body of evidence that was, that was brought against us was nailed to the cross being done away with. And then it says in that act, he put the enemy to open shame. <laughs> like he put him to open shame. Yeah. Basically like he paraded him around in the streets is what that's talking like. He parading him around in the streets and letting people throw like rotten cabbage and tomatoes and stuff at him yeah. and call him names and all that kind of stuff. That's what he did on the cross. Yeah. It's like he, he ended the enemy's uh, accusations against us because they, they don't count anymore. Yeah, no. Like, we're not guilty. Nope. Um, and, you know, and we're and we're just, like, so ashamed of the things that we've done and we're ashamed of how we've lived and and the the bad stuff that we've walked through and that we're still dealing with. Like, yeah. some of the stuff that I've been dealing with my whole life, I'm still dealing with today. Yeah. And and I feel bad about it when I, when I you know, have a an explosion of anger <laughs> or, or, or some of that nature. And, yeah. and, and God's like, dude, when are you going to see past that and understand who you really are? Yeah. Cause I haven't called you to be that. Yeah. It's like, you've got to leave that behind before you can walk into who you're supposed to be. So yeah. once I get to be who I'm supposed to be, you're not going to like me anymore. Cause you're not going to be able to laugh at me being mad at stuff. Yeah. Israel. So yeah. no, like there was, there was a, uh, like, um, that reminds me of of what I usually tell people about seasons, right? You know, seasons and things like that. When you're in a season, you determine how long you're in your season. Yeah. Um, it's not, you know, season isn't governed by clocks and calendars. It's not told by clocks and calendars, time, none of that. Yeah. You determine how long you're in your season. So you can be in your season for two months or you can be in it for 40 years, but you decide how long you're in it. And, and there was something that pastor said this Sunday uh, shift your I can't to I can, mm. right? And then, like, of course, I mean, it's, it's nothing, oh, my God. But, yeah. <laughs> but it's real. Yeah. It's just like in the sense, and he broke it down. He's all like, this is this is, this is is what happens. He's all like, you, uh, you can get rid of that thing, or mm-hmm. you can do this. Yeah. You just don't want to. Yeah. And there's times where you just got to self-evaluate yourself. You got to sit down and you got to self-evaluate. And then you got to be like, I can do this. I just legitimately don't want to. Yeah. And, and like the example I use for, uh, um, for people can't go where you're going is, is, um, Genesis 22. When, uh, when Abraham tells his servants, stay back because mm. me and the boy are going farther. Yeah. You can't take people everywhere you're going. Yeah. Because not everybody can go where you're going. Yeah. You know, and that not just can mean people, that just means things mm-hmm. in a general. If people are, are, are who you're dealing with right now, then those people can't go where you're going, clearly. Yeah. Or else you'd be having less trouble than you are now with them. Yeah. Uh, if it's things, those things can't go with you. Why? Or else you wouldn't be having trouble with those things that you're going, <laughs> that you're yeah. having trouble with now. So, that thing can mean anything. It can mean a person. It can mean a thing. It can, it, it, it can mean whatever you're going through, but it can't go where you're going. Right. And, and so like, just understand that. And I know it hurts. If it's people, I know it hurts. 
especially if it's people. Yeah. Because you build relationships, yep. you build you excuse me, you build like friendships that'll last forever. You build um uh like just like attachments to you know. Right. And and it's just hard, but they can't go where you're going. Yeah. They can't. Yeah. If they could, then then your relationship with that person, whether it's a friend or a boyfriend or whatever, mm-hmm. would be going a lot smoother than it is right now. Yeah. Well, and that's one thing that, um, that's one thing Wayne told me early on in ministry. He was like, who you start with is not who you're going to finish with. Yeah. He's like, I know, I know that you have some of your best friends with you back in that youth ministry right now. Y'all are not going to end up in the same spot. Yeah. And I'm starting to learn it's that like, right now. It's like 95% probability that one or both of you are going to be gone and leave and go somewhere else. And it's like, uh, there's only a few of us left from when I started at that church back in yeah. 2003. So, I mean, um, but it's like, yeah, man, I don't, I don't know. Uh, the, um, what was I going to say? Um, oh, Genesis 22. So I was listening to, I think it was Chris, it was either Chris Valentin or it was Bill Johnson talking about Abraham and, and, uh, that whole thing. It was like the culture that he was living around at that point was a culture that was known to sacrifice their children to appease the gods. Yeah. And so it looked to them like Abraham was taking his son up to the mountainside to sacrifice him so that the gods would rain blessings down on the people. Yeah. And so when Abraham came back down the mountain with his son, the people were furious (laughs) because they were like, bro, you had one job, dude. Like (laughs) you're supposed to go up there and, and sacrifice your kid. And so, um, anyway, I just, I don't know exactly where he went after that in the, in the talk, but I thought that that was like, that was something I'd never heard before. I didn't know that the people that were in the area that, that Abraham was in were into that kind of a thing. And so Abraham's like, it was like, Abraham heard this voice from heaven say, Hey, you're going to be the father to many nations. Yeah. And he's like, now get up, leave everybody and go out and, and, and go to this place where I'm going to show you. And Abraham's like, okay. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, I don't know that Abraham knew anything about Yahweh before that point. Yeah. Like, and so, um, it's just kind of funny to me that that's kind of the way that things work out sometimes is like this incredible wild story comes down. This yeah. incredible thing is, is said. It's like, even with Noah, it's like, it's going to rain. It's going to what? It's gonna rain, and they're like, "No, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, Noah. That's not a thing." He's like, "No, but water's gonna fall from the sky." Yeah. <laughs> so I'm building this giant thing. It's an ark. It's a boat. This thing that's gonna, it's gonna float on the, on the water, and my family and I are gonna be saved. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's never rained before, and Noah is building this thing in preparation for this thing that's coming, and he spent 120 years doing it. Yeah. Um, was mocked literally from day one yeah. until the water started falling from the sky. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Abraham was an old man before Isaac was born. And yeah. 
you know, there's just so many stories. Like the Old Testament is full of just deep stories of of crazy, like just people doing stupid stuff, yeah. and God's still redeeming them from it. Yeah, you know. But the thing that surprised, like that, what Christians don't get, because I know people who don't believe God, you know, don't don't mm-hmm. even care. Yeah. But if you're listening to this podcast and you're a believer, like a really like understand the stories that we all just said and the stories that we explained, there's longevity to it. Yeah. It's not a it's not a flash in the pan, like it's immediate not. transformation. And that's what sucks. Yeah. Like they had to sit through it. Yeah. Like, you know, forty years, mm-hmm. uh and then and then what did you say just now, like 120? 120 years for Noah. And so, yeah. like, like this is, like, stuff that, like, don't get me wrong. Again, there's fruit. There's fruit in the valley. Yeah. But, like, you have to be willing to sit. You have to be willing to sit. Yeah. Be still. Sit. Yeah. No. Um, I know as a generation, we get impatient. We want things now and we want things done now. Uh, but, but you have to sit. Yeah. You have to sit and wait. Well, and, and even Paul, I mean, he spent 14 years in the wilderness. Yeah. Learning from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Before he started going on his missionary journeys. Yeah. Like that's, that's part of it that this, like the story doesn't really touch on a whole, a whole lot. Yeah. But it's like, bro, he spent so much time alone. Yeah. With God, learning what he had to learn about the new covenant because nobody was there to teach him. Yeah. And uh, like he got saved and then immediately started teaching in the in the synagogue. But then eventually the Holy Spirit was like, no, we got to like we're going to teach you everything we, we need you to know and, and to tell everybody. And then you can go back out and start telling everybody again. Yeah. It's like even Jesus, he was he knew who he was at 12. Yeah. And he spent 18 more years like under his earthly parents rule yeah. before he finally got out when he was 30 and started like calling his disciples. Yeah. And so I'm telling you like none of the stuff that's in our lives is going to be immediate. No. Um, it's going to take real work. It's going to take real yeah. time. It's like, I mean, there's so many things. And it's you not going to stay the same. No, it's not going to stay the same. Never. No. no. But honestly, I wouldn't want it to. Yeah, like no. just stay the same forever, yeah. like boring. Yeah. But it's also going to be trying, and it's going to be hard, and yeah. it's going to be difficult, and there's going to be tears shed. There's going to be, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, and and all those kind of things. And, and with those changes, I mean, there's going to come, like you said. I mean, like, yeah, just because it's it's changing, it's good from what was, doesn't mean there's going to be struggle in this new season. Oh yeah. I mean, there's still going to be str- struggles with this new change, mm-hmm. but if you made it past the old one, you can make it through this one. Yeah. Like, like understand new levels, new devils, right? Yeah, new, <laughs> new levels, new devils. I was telling this guy today at work, um, cause he was struggling through some stuff and, and I was telling him, I was like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. You have to know that you have to believe no matter what happens, no matter what you do, no matter what happens to you, no matter what you receive, no matter what, everything is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You're going to be fine. Yeah. And, and there's sometimes where I have to tell myself that, um, like even when it's not how I want it and it's not what I want. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah, man. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Because he works all things together for the good of those who, who love him and are called according to his purpose. Yeah. If it's not good, it's not over. Yep. There you go. And 
And we've got to remember that, man. Yeah. Like we've got to, we've got to keep, cause especially like in today, dude, like 2020 has been the year where anything that could go wrong will go wrong. It's like Murphy's law is playing out every single day in this world. Yeah. It's like from COVID to the, the, the George Floyd protests to, you know, everything is political. It's an election year. So there's mudslinging all over the place. Everybody's sharing memes that have no actual factual basis to share them, but they saw somebody said it. So they're going to share it anyway. Yeah. And uh, this person said something that's misconstrued. And so now they're a, a terrible person and they're, they're going to hell. And it's like, we're, we're taking everything way too seriously yeah. and we're all wound up and it's like, it's like there's, there's a line in a song by uh, Matt Carney where um, it's a, it's a song about his dad. And it's like, as a freshman, his dad's, as a freshman, his, when his dad was a freshman, his grandfather got arrested. So Matt Carney's grandfather got arrested and thrown in prison for like, being a, a bookie yeah and like not either not paying out his bets or something like that but yeah. he's like when i was a freshman the first day of my freshman freshman year um the police officer came through my through my dad in, in jail and put put his picture on the front page he's like and then i walked through the halls of the high school wishing any punk would set me free he's like please try it i wish you would yeah. and i feel like that's where all of us are at right now yeah it's like I wish an MF would, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> please put me out of my misery. That's what I, I wish would... somebody would come up right now, so we can just have a fight. Like, <laughs> make my day. <laughs> yeah, don't it's... tell me it was a good time. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, we're gonna go there. We're gonna do this right now. Oh, okay. okay, let's go, man. Let's, let's go. throw let's some hands it. right now. <laughs> let's run it. Let's run it. But it's like, and I feel like Holy Spirit's just like, we've got to have peace, bro. Like, yeah. Um. Peace is the answer to to all of this chaos and yeah. and and so many Christians are like willing to just walk straight headlong into the chaos without consulting Holy Spirit. Without, yeah. <laughs> like have you seen that picture of a? It's a meme where it's like it's MJ and Ro- and Rodman and it's like it's like me about to share my opinions on on fa- on some Facebook posts and it's Rodman like running in and then it's MJ grabbing him and pulling his jersey and it's like <laughs> Holy Spirit pulling me back and telling yeah. me not to say it. It's like I feel like that's where I'm at every single day. Yeah. I'm like I don't have the energy to get into a discussion about this. Yeah. Um but just know there are brighter days ahead. Yeah. Um it is going to be okay. It is going to be okay. Life is going to turn around for you. Yep. Like where you're at right now is not where you're going to finish. Yep. You're going to see the other side. Um, like all those things that are stacking up, all, you know, the debt or the relational issues or, or having problems with your family yep. or some friends or this COVID stuff or, or, or you know, racial injustice and, and all these things that are playing out in the world right now. But God. Yeah. God is bigger than all of those things. Yep. Holy Spirit is bigger than all of those things. And he has you in mind. He has your best interest in mind. He, he's not going to leave you forsaken. He's not going to leave you um, destitute and, and begging on the, on, the, on the sidewalk and the streets. He's going to prop you up. He's going to walk with you through the problem, through the storm, through the, the, the trial and the tribulation. He's going to see you to the other side. Yeah. And uh, if it's not good, it's not over. Yeah. Um, Where you go. And so... You know, your best days are not behind you. They are before you. They are before you. Your best be is yet to come. Yeah. And uh, he's gotta, you've got to be able to release the things that you're holding on to from the past. Yeah. And walk into this new season because you can't carry him with you. 
Nope. So can't can't can't. You gotta let them go. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we've gone a long time tonight. Yeah, for sure, dude. And I'm <laughs> hungry. So uh, as always, please share with your friends and your family. Like, subscribe. Like, subscribe. This isn't as funny as last week's for sure. It's not as funny, but <laughs> I hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, I hope you guys had a good time with us. Um, we always enjoy getting together and to record. Um, you can always shoot us an email or DM us on whatever. Yeah. Um, Y'all keep keep telling Taco Bell to bring back potatoes, please. I mean, come on. Like, our voice needs to be we heard, need, people. We need those potatoes. Yeah, we do. We need them. Yeah. But we love you guys. Y'all are awesome. Thank you for helping us, you know. Oh, I was going to say this. Like, apparently we've got a listener in Belgium. Yeah. Um, That there are some times where, like, a random country would show up on our on our feed as, as to, like... Oh, this person in Russia listened for 12 minutes or whatever. But this is the second time somebody in Brussels, Belgium, has shown up on our feed. And so I'm like, if you're from Brussels and you're from Belgium, Please. can you send me some waffles? Yeah. But also tell me who you are. I was about to say, or just let us know who you are. <laughs> but yeah, waffles for sure. Uh, but if you're listening over there in Belgium, uh, what's it like? Yeah, tell us. Send us an email. Yeah, send us an email of what it's Hopefully like. Hopefully you speak English. Hopefully you speak I, English. I'm assuming if you listen to this, you do speak English. If but. you don't speak English... <laughs> Por favor, no, I'm just <laughs> But anyway, we love you guys. Y'all are awesome. Y'all are awesome. Uh, I hope you have the greatest week of your lives. All of it. All seven days of it. If there was all seven days in this week right now, I want you to have it all <laughs> go great for you right now. Uh, amen. And uh, bless the Lord and all of his magistrates on high. Every single one. Every last 93rd of them. All 93 of them that it's blessed. <laughs> And as always, God made you special and he loves you very much. 